This guy. So before you start, like, what do we, how are we, I mean, You're, this is your I'll show, do the in, I'm going to do the intro, and then you guys are going to introduce yourselves. You've been on the show a couple times already. Yeah. You two just give your names and your credentials, and then uh, occupation. we'll go from there. Occupation. Favorite sexual position. Ooh. Uh, doggy style, all the way. I was just about to say doggy style. That's why, that's, why we're, that's why we get along so well. <laughs> Both doggy, doggy. And I trust me, I know. Wow. Wow. Hey guys, what's up? This is Mike. I can't even do it. I can't even do Mike. I can't even do him. I can't even do him. Crick. You know who this is? <laughs> this is Eugene for the Terror Trio. Now we're going to be doing something a little different today. Um, both Drew and Micah are indisposed tonight. They're doing other things with other people at other venues. So I brought a few other people here to replace is is replace a good word or is it just no it's a terrible word <laughs> <laughs> yeah to, to you know pay you're a visit fired. this is just your way of telling them that, just, that, that you're fired that's it we, <laughs> wow. we've been replaced wow by three from three people and the three people i got here it's awesome guys i think you guys will enjoy it we got uh peter yes that's right i'm peter vulo host and programmer of thursday night terrors yeah followed by daniel morris the illustrator and graphic designer for thursday night terrors well you're more than that I, you're like a you're a gra graphic I artist a graphic, illustrator yeah. in general yeah but, but i mean yeah. that's yeah okay yeah <laughs> and then last but not least we got uh my name is marcus and i'm but a terrors fan who bought the first round of tickets this season and didn't even get a shout out on Facebook. I thought we were friends, Peter. Yeah, it's funny because I, I, I bought the second round oh, and didn't I didn't get a shout out either. Yeah. Wow. I post about you guys all the time. What? I post about you, <laughs> all of you, all the time. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. There's just no pleasing. Daniel when he does something for you. That's not true. There's wow. a picture of, of us together wow. looking right. all You're cute. probably holding his artwork. No. no, actually, no. <laughs> no. Just stay in neutral. Just stay in neutral. Just stay in neutral. He's Switzerland. Yeah. Or is it Sweden? Sweden, I think. Yeah? yeah. Or, is it Swi or is it both? I think they're different pl places, right? Well, they are different places, <laughs> yeah, but are they both neutral? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know them personally. Switzerland's the neutral one. All right. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Sweden's just got Voice of reason. Dan chips. is yep. the voice of, the of reason. Voice of reason. So are we the gory four? We are the gory four, or Marcus and I talked about it. It was the gory fourie. And Gory would appreciate that. He would appreciate it. It's true. You love Dawn of the Dead. I do. I do love Dawn of the Dead. And that guy's super fucking tall. He I, is. I met him. He's like, I know I'm short, but he's at least a foot and a half taller than me. Now, wait a minute. Is he taller than uh, Candyman? Tony Todd? I've never met Ken Forey, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, I mean, he looked pretty tall yeah, in the picture with you, tall, so. Yeah. I haven't been side by side with Tony Todd in a couple of years, so it's kind of hard to say. Okay. <laughs> awesome. It's true. All right, so the format's going to go pretty much the same as any other episode goes. Um, you know, we'll do some news to start. News. News. Man's game. And then uh, after. <laughs> oh, my God. This is how this episode's going to go. It's going to go stop. awesome. I love trying it. trying to make the few fans that are coming back for this one feel like they're listening to Micah talk. Okay, yeah. That, and you're, you know what? You are you are Micah Light, then. <sighs> For this episode, <laughs> we'll call you ML. Been, he has been looking pretty skinny lately. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. And his arms. So much shade. Yeah. So much shade. So, so much shade. So early, too. <laughs> so we'll start off. Let's see. We got, uh, are you, any of you guys Mortal Kombat fans? I am. 
Yeah. Yeah. What about you two? Uh, maybe, maybe. I, I know what it is. You know what it is. I feel yeah. that video games cause violence in oh, real life. It's yes. true. I feel like it's that's true. It's not good. All right. Wow. Well, it's true. Well, Mortal World Kombat World is World coming on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Inspired by video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're coming out with uh, a new movie. Obviously, the old movie was out in 1995, I think, followed by a sequel in 1996 or 1997. So it's about time for a remake for another brand new. Uh, iteration of it so the producers behind it are stating that this time it's going to get a hard r Mm. and they're going to include fatalities ripping out some spines like i don't know if they're going to have animalities or friendships or babalities or bestialities (laughs) 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 damn kind of like that what's an animality that's when you harness like your spirit animal basically like the native american guy became a wolf and it was kind of like a fatality, but you become an animal and you kill your... Opponent. Night Wolf was his name. Oh, yeah. cool. Night Wolf. Yeah. Well, becomes a wolf. But he wasn't the only one that did an animality. Like, they no, all but did, he, right? just, he had the most, like, you know, yeah. cliche kind of... Yeah. Because like, in the second movie, he's like, you need to harness your animality. And it, like, it did an echo. Was like, that's right. That's yeah. right. I forgot all about that part. <laughs> yeah. God damn, that movie was so cheesy. I actually just watched the uh, the first one. The, uh, the North Park Theater did a screening of it this past weekend. Hmm. Of the first one, which is... Didn't hold up well at all, oh, at all. Oh man! Oh, those mid nineties uh, movies. The Highlanders, oh, you know, yeah, the Highlanders didn't look fake as Christopher. Shit. Uh, what's his name? Lambert. Yeah, Lambert. Lambert. Yeah, playing Lambert. Raiden. Oh, yeah. Lambert. He played yeah. Raiden, who was like an oh. Asian character in the game. But so this guy's like, what? What so was he like? British, Swedish? Was he neutral? Yeah, he was neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. even worse than that, as far as whitewashing goes, John Wayne once played Genghis Khan in the movies. He did. He, that's, There's that. That is right, true. He did. That's not horror. Really. <laughs> that's not horror at all. It's, it's horror in its own way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's now, last uh, yeah. last episode, we talked about the uh, the Universal Halloween Horror Nights that are going on in all the different houses that they're uh, they're opening. They just added. It's not really a house, but I guess experiences. They're going to be doing uh, Rob Zombie's Hellbilly Deluxe. And you could just go to a could go to Walmart, couldn't you? I, I guess, I guess. Wow. But then also they're doing a Zombieland Double Tap experience. Ooh, that'll be fun. Did you guys see the trailer for that one? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. No. Oh man. No, I, I, into I, I try to avoid trailers. The second one looks like high garbage. Uh, wow, man. Yeah, just Damn. going off of the trailer. I watched one trailer. Yeah. It was the first one. I don't watch anymore. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. But I feel like it took a little too long to make that sequel. Oh yeah. Little it did long. about 10 years too long it did yeah but yeah. also like zombies had to kind of die out in popularity you know like when that movie came out it yeah. was doing it was kind of coasting along yeah. and everything yeah. like i feel like people are just getting too much zombies right now so this is kind of nailing that perfect i believe there is no such thing as too much zombies but eh, that's me there's three different uh walking dead tv shows going. Mm-hmm. I, I would watch them all you watch any of them I, w- I just f- recently finished watching season four of Fear the Walking Dead. So Is that any good? Did it get any good? I, I stopped it. watching I really four episodes it. into season two. Season f- So season four of Fear of the Walking Dead. Now Morgan from yeah. the flagship series, The Walking Dead, popped in. It's, yep. it's really great. There's a zombie hurricane in this one. So uh, yeah. there's it's awesome. <laughs> no, no. They really do it really well. It's not like Sharknado like bad. It's like, you know, there's a World storm World coming. Bad. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Uh, it was okay, but yeah. So the zombies are just flying around. They <laughs> smack in the car. They, the, you know, they get stuck in the branches of a tree. It's pretty cool. I wonder how they came out if they actually came up with that because there's a movie, a sci-fi movie. Since Sharknado's over now, they're actually doing like zombie tidal wave. Oh wow! Oh, with Ian Zering, oh. also in it. 
So, wow. I don't know. That'd be Tidal Wave. That's pretty cool. Was it you guys that talked about the Clown NATO thing? Or somebody talked yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah. We did talk about Clown NATO. That's pretty scary. <laughs> Has anybody done any of those rooms? That like Universal's, like the, the double tap? No. Where's that? Is that LA? Yeah, I, I, both. They have a, I think it's at both. But Florida and LA. Okay. I'm always curious because like, that double tap thing sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. If it's that like immersive experience, yeah, yeah. you might be like shooting at zombies or doing something else. Like, yeah. They'll go and attack you, run yeah. away from all that good shit. I feel like that just gets you in the spirit. You no, know, I get it, man. Favorite time of year. <laughs> You're watching Fear the Walking Dead, but you couldn't make time for the first season of What We Do in the Shadows, really. I, well, I don't have FX, and it's not you streaming cable, anymore. So what We Do in the Shadows is awesome. Fear the Walking Dead. Because I have Hulu when it's on Hulu. I could hook you up, man. Come over. We'll cuddle. It'll be great. Well, you, 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 there you just go. attacked me. I know and now, you now, did attack him. Now I'm making it to you. He's doing, he's doing the, uh, the sandwich, the negativity sandwich. That's right, yeah. I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. <laughs> A little bit. Now, did anybody see uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? That opened up this past weekend. Uh, nope. No, I, no. No. Did you? No. No. I didn't. No. I feel bad. Yeah, I, I saw it. Oh, how was it? Awesome. Um, no, it was, it was the exact opposite yeah, of awesome. No. And there's, you know what? And, and the only thing I can say is that it's, I don't know. I didn't really read all the books. Yeah. So I guess a lot of people that are a fan of the books like the movie. Okay. I didn't like the movie. I thought it was too slow paced. I thought, uh, I thought it took too long to get where it was going. Um, I didn't like two of the kid actors that were in it. Mm. Um, I guess, I guess it's pretty faithful to to the books in terms of. Mike and Drew both put up a post on Facebook after they saw it, and I agree with them that it would have worked better as like an anthology, like a creep show type anthology, and it wasn't. I was just going to ask if it was an anthology. Yeah, no, it was more like Goosebumps. Oh, I yeah. didn't see. Yeah, see, I, I see saw the goosebumps. teasers and I thought, oh, that looks good. And then yeah. the second I saw the full length trailer, I'm like, nope. Not at all. Yeah. I saw a yeah. real quick teaser of it looked like a girl had a pimple or something. Yeah. Like yeah. a big giant. That was like, oh. That's like whoa. the best scene. That's right, the best scene in the, the in the movie. Yeah, no, no, no. I I didn't like it. I mean, but but I guess people are, are people are split. Either they loved it or they hated it. Man. I mean, I didn't I I didn't care for it. I nodded off like six different times. Oh no, which is uh, are you which okay? is a good gauge for me. Yeah, no, <laughs> not collecting. Pulling a Drew. Yeah, yeah. 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 Doesn't know me. I'm known for falling asleep during movies, but also Peter calls me a curmudgeon. So if I seem like someone who's just knocking every movie down, that's because I don't like most things. Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. He produced, produced it. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then Man. Andre Ovidal. Ovid- Overdue, yeah, overdue. that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. He He's got his it. last name is that O with the slash through. Yes, it. Yeah. yes. <laughs> and I think that's Swedish also. Yeah, I'm coming. That's to a real it's all about Sweden today. I'm, I'm not a, all about Sweden. <laughs> all right, please. Yeah, and then also it's one of I hate fucking movies that go and 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 set set it up automatically for a sequel, which the ending totally did. Yeah, like it's kind of like the producer telling you, you know what, you're gonna come see the sequel yeah. if we make it. So do you know, really made, open do you know if it made enough money to warrant a sequel? Uh, I know it opened. I know it? it did like a twenty one million dollar weekend. Mm. So it got it, it had to. opened yeah. pretty well. Yeah. It, it, it opened above projections. Yeah, it's got brand nostalgia yeah. too. Exactly. You know, I mean? yeah. And most so. horror doesn't get that big of a budget. So right. no. you know, statistically, it should yeah. make its money back, and it yeah. clearly does because horror always does gangbusters in the opening yeah. weekend and then that's where it starts to dovetail yeah. off, well maybe we'll expect a, a sequel in like 10 years or something <laughs> oh, that'd be good <laughs> but i mean don't get me wrong i mean the the monsters were awesome looking i just said it yeah the uh the practical yeah. effects and some of the cgi it was kind of like seamless there was one monster in there that looked kind of cheesy but the rest of them pretty faithful to all the illustrations from the yeah. books did you happen to notice during some of the cgi like the flickering of lights 
Because I've been noticing that a lot mm-hmm. lately in horror. Whenever it gets really CG, they want to mm-hmm. just flicker lights yeah. and all that Stranger kind of. So it's a, it's a so trick. A so, that way, so that way you don't see like the little errors. Like yeah. they, they did that. Like if you notice, like uh, Jurassic Park, like the original Jurassic Park, um, it would always like rain. Yeah. So that way they can they can cover yeah. up all the little mistakes on the CGI. Yeah. Uh, did you, question Eugene? Did, yes. Did you feel that? Like it was PG thirteen. Like was that apparent? Like that it was clearly it's clearly PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like people go into uh, seeing a newer movie, a new horror, and as soon as you see PG thirteen, it's very hard to get past because they're working within like PG to PG thirteen rather than R, and then dumbing it down to PG thirteen. Yeah. So you don't get as much like. I, oh, that's so no, frustrating. I, I, you can you definitely know, feel it. Yeah, I fucking hate PG thirteen horror else movies. Did you see that movie Ma that came out earlier? Yeah, no. I saw it. Was it just me or did it feel like it was a PG thirteen movie? They were like, let's throw a couple fucks in and a guy be showing his ass so we can get it up to an yeah. R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just like read that as a PG thirteen. Yeah. But yeah. since you two haven't seen it, we'll move on. So should I see it though? I would say no, but Eugene probably thought it was awesome. I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I do want to see I liked it. it. I mean, I, I do have a little desire to see it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I mean, yeah. Octavia Spencer. I mean, I just saw it just to see that because that's a role that she's never played. Yeah. We never thought that you know she was going to play yeah, a like, that's fucking wacko serial killer esque mm-hmm. type person. I like what they went with the story. So you had said goosebumps. It reminded you of goosebumps. Yes. Was was it too childlike or? It said that it was too too childlike. Goosebumps was totally hundred percent childlike. Um, I'm just talking about it like story wise. Okay. Where Goosebumps, the the movie Scoop, Goosebumps and the sequel, they weren't anthologies. They were just they just wove characters from yeah. the different stories into the into the movie. Okay. They did the same thing with oh. with this one. It was okay. the same thing. Gotcha. Now, do you get? Has anybody seen Brightburn? <laughs> no, not yet. Jesus no, fucking no, Christ. Christ. Yes. I've been watching Boy, this nice. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you, Mike and Drew never left. It's, it's like <laughs> we got them right here. Awesome. T- I don't really want to leave the house most of the time. So, oh, you know. All right. I mean, movies are the one thing, though, that I will go out yeah. and see. I mean, we were both at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. So, you yep. know, I will right. go. Daniel, did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. I was going to say we could talk about that, but Daniel hasn't seen it. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's not really. That's not, not really, really horror, horror either. Hey, man, that end. got That ending was awesome. <laughs> I just Sweet. said it again. Now I'll look forward to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, it's good. one you of those like three hours to spare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the other hey, thing. It's a long ass movie. It's good. It is. If Marcus really likes good. it, that means a lot. I like it. Yeah. Wow. Notoriously, Marcus I mean, doesn't like anything. Yeah, you like hard candy. <laughs> Get out of here. Like Sweaters. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually did like hard candy. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I know. Are you talking about the movie Hard Candy? I think like actual hard candy. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a or something. Werthers. He's that guy in the back. I like Metamucil and I like Werthers. It's a nice cloudy bag. Medicare. Which is the old people one? Yeah, Medic. No. Which is the old people one? Medicare. Okay. Medicare, Medicaid? No, Medicaid. 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 I don't know. What? Medicaid. Medicare. Shut up. It's, it's, all, it's all AARP. Shut up your cell phone. <laughs> These damn kids. I have my jitterbug. Look at my jitterbug. The buttons are big. <laughs> oh, now I we know who's doing the impressions. <laughs> wow. Well, the reason I was asking about Brightburn is because uh, Spirit, the Spirit Halloween stores. Check your levels. <laughs> they're going to be uh, selling a Brightburn costume based on... The uh, alternate Superman. What is he wearing present. on his head? I've he's never wearing understood. he's wearing like his uh, his blanket. Like he has oh. a red blanket and he like sewed it up. Like his banky. Like oh, like his, I thought yeah. it was like a sock or something. He's never really Linus understood. from Peanuts. Yeah, mm. oh, yeah. yeah. So they're they're going to be selling that. I did want to see it. But now, <laughs> I don't know. 
It was pretty good. You know, I I, I liked it, but I didn't love was it. Full it. awesome. No, it wasn't awesome. It was just under awesome. Damn. There's two rungs under awesome. Damn. Two rungs. <laughs> How many rungs are there on this ladder that we're talking? About? Depends on the uh, movie. It depends on the movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, say awesome, it could be a like three-step ladder. Man. It could be like an eighteen-step ladder. Could be a fucking skyscraper, man. You don't know how to rate things. That's right. I do not know how to rate things. <laughs> I just rate them awesome or not awesome. That's it. I like you that. Said three rungs. That's it. <laughs> now I know most of you. I know Peter. You liked it. I don't know if you liked it. I don't know if you liked it, Dan. But uh, Haunting of Hill House. Yes. On Netflix, you did. Oh yeah. I, you know, I didn't finish the. I haven't finished the series yet. What? I watched oh, about two episodes, like and it was very slow. Super uh, boring. Very slow. And I'm like, what are these characters doing? When am I going to start caring? Where's the interesting stuff? Okay. Newsflash. Peter and I agree on something. Oh, Thank good. You. But I haven't, I haven't finished watching it, so I can't really give it a, uh, I mean, right. a real it. review. I about it on social media, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, you got to wait till episode... I'm episode, whatever, episode six or seven. Or seven. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. It was tough something to, good to happen. No, nothing like, nothing yeah. good happens. It was like, tough I, to get I watched two episodes. It, it was tough, tough to get through the whole thing. Like, I tapped out and told Jamie, she, my... Beyonce, Jamie, that she could finish it on her own. She never even finished. It. Yeah, yeah, no, it was super yeah, boring. Just watch The Office again. Yeah. Nicole tapped out too. Like, like I'm not doing this. Well, Mike Flanagan, the guy who uh, who created and uh, directed all the episodes. I love Hush. Hush. I'm gonna put that Hush on my was list. Good. Gerald's yeah. Game. Oh, that's gotta go yeah. on my list. Yep. Of modern guys. Sorry, everybody. They're doing a sequel, so they're doing The Haunting of Bly Manor. That's going to be coming up for uh, for Netflix soon. He said that this sequel is going to be much scarier than Hill House. Oh, cool. Which is not saying a lot because, wow. I mean, Dan, what did you like about it? I So the storytelling, the fact that uh, they were just talking about it in a different uh, podcast, uh, Shockwaves, they talked about the hauntings episodes and like all that stuff. And I thought they touched on something really crucial whenever you're doing a haunting Thing. It's not necessarily about the ghosts and the scare. It's about the using that as a catalyst or a jumping off point for telling a bigger story. Like right, the Devil's Backbone. Movies too. But Devil's Backbone. I mean, like you think the whole time that it's going to be about like the scary kids and it's an orphanage. And then it's actually a story about like family yeah. and like all this. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, who wants to, it's, you know, like. <laughs> It, it's trying to get a little bit deeper and it's showing that there's some levels to like horror and like, it's not usually the scary thing is actually not it's humanity is it's a, right. turning. It's a mirror, right? We are, we are the walking. Dead. So that's how I looked at that was like, this was clearly a show that was talking about grief. It wasn't necessarily about scary things. Yeah, but it wasn't trying, entertaining. I have to disagree with you Oof. because Oof. That, the fact that they Finish did a em. continuous shot for 20 minutes. I don't think I made it that far. See that then. Is that, that episode eight or something? No, it's like episode three, but it's oh. a continuous <laughs> shot. See, like that was theater. That wasn't no, I watching. I love filmmaking techniques, but if it's not, if it's. They just have energy. Like that, uh, the, that movie we just saw. That, that's Midsummer. Right. Yeah, Midsummer. That was a good movie. It was, it was awesome. Entertaining, but the whole like, let's do the upside down car yeah, shot and all that shit. Film it's school one hundred and one. Doing it, film class. it doesn't really do anything for the actual movie. Besides, look what I can do with my camera. Right. I, yeah. I also have to say, like sometimes it depends on the mindset that you're mm -hmm. in whenever you're trying to watch any movie. Because there's been movies I've watched as a kid that I hated, but now as an adult, sure. I get it because there's been more like shit i appreciate it more yeah yeah but i feel like it's it's a little bit different when it comes to like a tv show because they know you know how long you've got to go right. you're like oh there's eight episodes and i'm on two fuck this <laughs> it, when's it gonna get good see that that's the hard part you know where it's gonna end and you want it to get there in this amazing I just want way something to happen to grab me and be like hey you need a hook stick around yeah well it doesn't work for everybody no. yeah yeah i, I guess there was I a hook out. for me yeah. so 
honestly, the only thing that got me is I actually uh, read an article before I watched the show and something about, oh, these are the ghosts that you might have missed because yeah, in every <laughs> in every scene inside the house, <laughs> yeah. when they're doing inside inside Hill House, they there's at least one or two ghosts yeah. in every scene. Yeah. So that's the only reason. I watched it. Was I, to, I heard you guys talk about it on your podcast, yep. and that's why I went back through and oh, I started really? like going through the website yep. so I could see all that stuff yep. because I clearly didn't notice, but the ones you did notice as it went on were yeah. apparent. But yeah. then the the other creepy hidden ones, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I guess uh, Mike Flanagan, I, I said this in a, in a previous uh, previous episode, he designed the show where you watched it one. One one time, and then to catch all the ghosts and everything, you had to watch it again. Go back, yes, yeah, go back it. and watch all the episodes. So, did it make me want to watch it again? <laughs> so, are ghosts scary? In are ghost movies scary? Aside from the, pol- I hate as, ghost uh, movies. Aside from Poltergeist, I don't. Want are, to are there, like, I'm not. I'm not into it. Being scared, but nothing really scares me. No, I mean, I mean are, are so they exciting to watch? I mean, are they? Are they? Are, are you like? I'm like, oh, ghost movie. I don't know if I care, except for you know, aside yeah, from I'm, not, I'm the same way. You know, I don't know if ghost movies. I wouldn't write really any do it for genre, me. like because no, yeah, there's always gems, and even in the worst genres. Yeah, but there are there's but of course subgenres that you gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. I mean, people love slashers, zombie films, whatever it Andy might be, vampires, so. werewolves, etc. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, but yeah, ghosts don't do it for me. No ghosts. Now I'm sure everybody heard about all the controversy going uh, with that movie, The Hunt. That's gonna be yeah coming out. Canned. Now it's not coming out. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Universal pulled it from the release following all the different uh, mass shootings that have been going on. I, I mean, did you guys see the preview for it? No. The trailer for it? Yeah. Neither of you guys. Oh, okay. Well, no, I guess we did, won't right? talk about you it. Said then. You did? Yeah. No, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did? Yeah. I oh, okay. Don't even know what it's about. I just heard that it got pulled. It's basically a bunch of rich liberals uh, kidnap a bunch of a bunch of people and then send them out on this on this plane to like hunt them. So a bunch of and kill them. liberals do that? Is- yes. They they hunt mega types, right? Or something like that? Isn't something that like that, that. Yeah. 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 Around that around that time. Ooh, I know. edgy. I know, edgy. I know. But I mean, I guess people were already bitching about it, so they pulled a lot of the marketing and the advertising for it right off yeah. the bat. Like ESPN and a couple other uh, big channels already pulled like the, the previews and the trailers out from it. Um, but then Universal just decided just psh, they're not even going to release the movie at all. Yeah. Wow, so it's like so, a trick or treat kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. where it's just gonna be in limbo and then, yeah. coming out. It was the comic book, when, the comic book already I came out. The comic book. I, want the movie. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen, man. I don't. Know. I, I don't think got so. into an argument with my wife about this movie because I thought it was just like ready or not. Yeah, because the way it was described was, oh, they're hunting people, and I was like, ready or not, or like, because I think I couldn't think of the name of the movie, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it's the one about the marriage, and she's like, no, they're hunting people. I'm like, yeah, the one where they're getting married. And she's like, no, the hiding scene. Back one. and forth. She so was we, talking about surviving the game with she, IT, right? No, she was talking about ready or not, the other movie that's coming Good out. Pull, but like man. this one got, Holy yeah, shit. this got uh, pulled. I, I don't house know. House Jack built. What the house of Jack built? Yeah. yeah. That's actually on cable right now. Speaking of chores. When is that the one, the version that we saw going to come out on Blu-ray of the house that Jack built the director's cut? I've been waiting and waiting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's already on cable, so it should have already come out. Is it the director's cut? No, it's an R-rated cut. I'm not watching it, Eugene. (laughs) All right. Jesus Christ. I don't even know where you're yelling at me for. (laughs) He did. Wow. Sorry, Pat. Hit it into the red. I'm not sorry, Pat. Wow. East Coast versus West Coast. Oh, shit. Here we go. It's beginning Tupac all over again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last piece of news I got. Uh, I just read an article. I guess it, Chapter 2, is going to be coming out soon. 
Did you know that the kids, they're going to be using the CGI de-aging stuff to uh, de-age the kids in the sequel? <laughs> the kids looking too old? The kids are looking too old, yeah. Yeah. A couple of the kids actually got, like, super big. Like, the one, wow. uh, the main kid, the one with the stutter, Georgie's brother. Uh, yeah. He ended up, like, a sprouting. Wow. Um, the girl ended up looking the same. The kid that ended up, like, breaking his arm, he grew. Wow, cool. So, because he was actually in Shazam. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen that yeah. Seen it. yeah. So yeah, they're de-aging them, and then that's the first time that uh, they've used that technology in a horror movie. I didn't so realize the cool. kids were going to be in this one. I thought it was just going to be them as adults. Yeah. Or, or dumb flat did you see the movie. first trailer? Uh, oh no, no, the first trailer was the, yeah, the scene with the, the old lady. girl yeah, with the yeah. old lady. That's right. That's right. And that's fine. Ah, I always do the first. You have some tea. All right. That's it's really weird that they're doing that. Like you thought they would have like B stock. Or the they would have, or they shot, or they it, all at once. shot yeah. it all at once. Right? Yeah. Like, well, if they, they knew, knew what they were doing. Well, they said at the end of chapter one, at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah. clearly they, they knew, knew what the they, fuck knew they were coming. Going. They were doing yeah. chapter two. Like, come on, guys. Uh, but yeah. you know, the only one here who didn't like the first one. You probably are. So really? Yeah, man. See yourself out right there, bud. <laughs> I have a rule. Uh, it's, it's flexible a little bit, but nine times out of ten, a horror movie should not be over two hours long. There are very few horror movies that wrong. Name three that are over two hours that really make Dawn of the Dead. Boom. Um, Dawn of the Dead. Well, are you put The Shining. Yeah. Is The Shining over two hours? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it is. House of Jack built. Well, I'll wow. director's the cut too, but the director's House of Jack cut built could have been an hour and a half and would have been just fine with me. Well, that's my opinion, Marcus. <laughs> and everybody's entitled to it. Man, the sodium level in this room is so high. <laughs> that's what I bring to this. So salty, so salty. So salty. salty, Marcus. Damn. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, that does it for the news here. That's all we got in horror for this week. Uh, We're going to go right into what we were about to talk about. I mean, we were brainstorming last night over what today's subject was going to be, and we came to the conclusion that we were going to talk about our favorite horror directors. Oh, well, Peter has a list, (laughs) so maybe he should start, or maybe Daniel should start, just in case... One of his is on Peter's list. Well, no, I mean, let's set. Some... We're all gonna talk. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah, but you guys usually matter. go around the table, like, oh, you go first, you go second. Well, they're not here, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, they're not here. All right, free for all. Let's do it. <laughs> We're the gory. This Fory. is the gory for you. All right, gory for you. Well, no, I, I would say. <laughs> I would say we should build a foundation of like, well, uh, what, who, who? I mean, how do you consider what the great horror director is? Like, what amount of movies do you need? What amount of great movies do you need? Well, I mean, that's debatable. I'm talking like... Uh, what amount of passable movies do you need? So is it like... It's got to be more than two, I would say. You have to have more than two movies. Yeah. I'd say at least a few. Because you have to have one masterpiece, you know, a couple good ones, and, and like a, a shitty one, you know, at the minimum. So I would say a minimum a handful of movies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, to, to have a body of work that you can compare to others. So that was sort of what I was going into, you know what okay. I mean? Having a nice... You know, thick filmography. How would you spell thick? T h i c c. You're damn right. With spaces in between. That's each what I'm letter. talking about. That's what I'm talking about. And periods between each letter. I don't know if I would do that much, but well, uh, you know. I like the spaces. <laughs> All right, man, kick it off. Uh, well, so I can't pick. Uh, so my my idea wasn't to pick favorites. It was just to discuss who are the greats and how do they compare to one another? Maybe movie to movie. You know what I mean? Like, who knows what happened? But obviously, I'm going to mention. Who should I mention? Your favorite. 
No, I don't want to pick favorites. I don't think that's go with the, the first one that comes. George through. Romero knew it. George oh God, A. Uh, that was obvious. obvious. You knew they was going to say George Romero. Yes. So, okay, but there's also people like Carpenter. Um, this is what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Like first name? John Carpenter. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Does he I, ring a bell? I think I've heard yeah, of him. Yeah, but not uh, Jonah. <laughs> but I have, you know, I have a list. I have a list. So. I would, those are a couple of guys, you know, that, that might wet your whistle, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just to get it going, you know, kick off the convo. But those are like the usual suspects. I mean, there's well, others out there that... I, I have some more on the main list. This is a multi-part list he's gotten fucked There's uh, different sections American, here. American, Italian. What's this one? There, I mean, this is so like a like a, like a B-Squad the, type the B-squad, stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's the new guys. The new yeah, league. the new guys. Yeah. All right. Just well, let's... In the papers. <laughs> okay, so for example, so so Carpenter's got a bevy of amazing movies. I'd say, including yep. the original Halloween, which I'd say it's rare for me to call a movie a masterpiece. But the original Halloween, to me, is like a perfect movie, a masterpiece. Like it's damn near perfect. It's like a surgically precise like filmmaking in that movie. You know, uh, and then you have such a low budget. Yes, exact, exactly. And then you have, you know, The Fog, Escape from New York, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, what else have we played? Christine, mm-hmm. uh, The Thing, mm-hmm. of course. I watching last night. Yeah, but, wow. uh, and, you know, the thing about Carpenter that's, that's unique about him is he does the music for almost all of his yeah. movies, you know, so that's something that there's very few, I don't know if I can name either even one director who does the music to his movies, you know what I mean? Especially such iconic music as well, yeah. you know what I mean? So that's tough. But, you know, Romero's got Night of Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Creep Show, uh, you know. Monkey Shines. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You Fucking got Monkey Shines. Ma- his vampire movie, Martin, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the original Crazies. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, that's why, like. I, his other dead movies as well. Yeah. I mean, Land of the Dead, I think, is pretty great. You know, like uh, then it went off the rails a little bit with Diary of the Dead. For sure. and, yeah. Survival. Yeah. Survival of the Dead. Yeah. But like if I it's I think about it often, like if I had to pick one of their filmographies, how impossible it would be. You know what I mean? Because my in my heart, my heart of hearts, it belongs to Romero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Carpenter has such a variety of movies. I feel like Carpenter's filmography trumps Romero's. As See, as this is Romero. the shit that I wanted to talk okay, about. Let's do it. There you go. I, I, ding, I ding. I feel like Carpenter has a wider filmography. I agree with you. With better work overall. Yeah, but then you go in, you go into the. He's got the three dead movies that are great, and then he's got some, eh, and then he's got some. Eh. I mean, are you also Even talking Carpenter, into eh. box office too, though? I mean, I no, which I ones were more? Which ones were more? Well, I mean, which ones were more popular than the others? I mean, Carpenter's for the most part, most of Carpenter's movies box. were box office bombs. Yeah, yeah. bombs. Yeah. It wasn't until like Romero five, ten, like fifteen years later yeah. they became like cult classics. Right. I don't know if Romero you made money off the original Night of the Living Dead because not copyright. like not Night of the Living yeah. Dead, yeah. but yeah. I mean, just got <laughs> yeah. Dawn took uh, off and yeah. Day of the Dead took off. So that's why they did the remake in 1990, hoping to get some of the right back starring Tony Todd, yeah. our directed my best by, friend, directed by Savini. That's right, great, great job. Uh, I forgot to mention Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, mm-hmm. I, there are a bunch of like a bunch of movies in, in Carpenter's uh, oeuvre, you know, <laughs> oeuvre, whatever <laughs> that is, that are just fantastic, you know what I mean? But uh. Like Dawn of the Dead, the original one is like a desert island movie. If like I had to yeah, watch, but you literally just called Halloween a masterpiece. Yeah, so yes. I feel like those two almost kind of. I like, but here's the thing. I don't think Carpenter's that great with characters. 
I it, like okay, not all of them, but like there are some. Like I think Romero made Dawn of the Dead feel like like you were watching real people interact with each other and try to survive. You know what I mean? And I don't. I don't know if I really felt that with a lot of Carpenter's work. You know what I mean? Okay. There, and and his surgical precision also leads to a certain coldness in the work. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if he cares so much about the people. That coldness actually benefits the film. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But if I if I had to pick between like Halloween, which I think is probably, you know, among Carpenter's best or Dawn of the Dead or whatever it might be, it'd probably be Dawn of the Dead. Okay. You know what I mean? But I for me, it would depend on the day because I love. Yeah, no, it. Carpenter has it was which is cut of Dawn of the Dead though the uh, the U.S. theatrical Same. cut, um, but so the very first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, there's like if you get the ultimate edition, don't there's there? the Argento so, cut, Rhino, which yeah. I don't really like all that much, and then there's the, the extended, extended one, American, yeah, much. yeah. But um, but yeah, I, Carpenter is more versatile, and he's got like a, a like a different. F- flavor of movies genre wise a lot of his movies you could just rewatch all the time you know but i romero i there's something special to me and i don't know if i can pinpoint exactly what it is you know what i mean but um his movies make me feel like i can live in them do you know what i mean like george romero's movies i feel like i can live in that world that he creates you know hmm. whether it's day of the dead you know like hanging out in that bunker with those characters I don't know if I necessarily feel that when I watch Carpenter's movies, you know, all the time. Maybe the thing or Part something. Of that could be that a lot of Carpenter's movies were actually, you know, LA based actors, whereas a lot of Romero's movies, at least his earlier stuff, was people who had little to no acting experience. Yeah. That so could that be could it. Make we're it. mostly all no- locals. A lot from of Pittsburgh. Yeah. From yeah. Pittsburgh. I mean, like Johnny is from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They're coming to get you, Bob. Yeah. You know. Well, it was. It always felt like a like a family affair on those. Yeah, they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, which is cool. Because every time I go to Pittsburgh, I see some of them. And yeah. They're, they're all just hanging out, and they're all love. They love their claim to fame because it makes them happy. Yeah. You know? and, and you know, from my experience, I only met Romero briefly, of course, but he was. Uh, like seemed like a really loving sweet gentle dude you know carpenter a great director yeah, a little little you know a little, that little grumpy you know a you little know? grumpy yeah i love that fucking picture of you too yeah yeah that that, look, all the pictures so from that event miserable. were like that all the pictures from yeah, that event were i noticed like that. that yeah but that was that i've said before but that best fucking concert i've ever went to is that john carpenter live in syracuse thing that was like the concert for no me shit. at least in my adult life what was the setup on the stage was he just up there with a synthesizer well he had his like yeah his, his uh family members were playing drums and like guitar and stuff and oh, they, no had, shit. Uh, they had a the fucking projector screen playing clips of the movies and stuff. Oh, that's cool. It was, and we were like maybe three rows from the front or whatever, super close. Yeah. But uh, it was yeah. like being at the town ballroom, but with uh, seating. Oh, it was. Okay, yeah. well, you were there too. Dude. Yeah, yeah, I was behind you. <laughs> no, you really wow. sat behind me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, yes, I did. Were you, you guys were, like, fucking friends at this point? You were or no? Four or five. Yeah, we had he was just recorded. Like we had like. <laughs> no, you together. didn't say hi to me. Then. Yeah, I have the text message where it was like, "You're here." Because that's something funny. that happened. Well, on, like, for not responding. I checked in on Facebook or something, and we started Facebook messaging. Or like, I'm gonna have to look at the records for this. Yeah, but I no, mean, we definitely were there at the same time. Hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it was wow. pretty cool. We ran into a snowstorm on the way home. Oh no, shit. Yeah, it was pretty 
shitty, but <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I don't remember many of the details. Oh yeah, uh, just for uh, for Carpenter. It started snowing in really? Syracuse, you, and then you, like pushed your car out of the ditch that you guys into. <laughs> yeah, we had just started to get to know. He actually it. snuggled me to keep me warm. You know what I mean? But yeah, the uh, setup was, was pretty cool. It was just in like a regular amphitheater, but, yeah, and I think pretty... they showed movies there. But yeah. it was it was pretty nice. Oh yeah, that's where they do the the salt. Salt City Con oh, or something like that. Salt, yeah. Salt Lake. The dude from Fright Rags was there as well. Yes, Ben Scrivens loved that guy. Shout out to Fright Rags in Rochester. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Fright Rags. Drop awesome. the code. Terror the- Trio for twenty percent off your next order. I wish. I wish. Gory Fory. The Gory Fory. Two E's. But actually, see, we were having a great conversation about Carpenter Romero. You and I, these two. Didn't even bother. Just leave. I was bothered. listening. What? To we were listening. I was engrossed in the shit oh. that you were talking oh, about. Well, See, well, you hey, turned it around. So there you go. Well, I want to hear what well, these. It's funny because hear- you were talking about like how it seems more cold, and I feel like Carpenter kind of shoots everything in more of a blue hue, which mm. is more on the colder spectrum. Yeah. And then you have Romero on like a warmer side, and also like that Rust Belt mentality yeah. of. You just got to do it. Like, just get the people together. Like, like you guys are doing with the podcasts or you're doing with terrors. It's just you come in and you do something, whereas there's more superficialness to some of Carpenter's movies of just A, B, C, D. Sure. Done. Move Mm -hmm. on. You know? And it becomes the cliches that are throughout some of his movies. Romero kind of gets pigeonholed into his whole genre of zombie stuff, sure. especially yeah. in the later part of his career, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He doesn't try and venture outside of that. And I think he got a little burned from Night of the Living Dead and yeah. didn't... A lot burned. Yeah, yeah. didn't want to like... But he never really showed that. it, though, like from what I can tell, like with like bitterness, at least from that I could tell, you know? He was appreciative of all the all the fans and all the adoration that he yeah. got. I, and I would the say they're were, they were both influential. I mean, uh, clearly yeah. Carpenter, oh, yeah. clearly Carpenter, like, I I, argue that. I mean, well, uh, Carpenter's, everyone's like riding the Carpenter wave, like with the music and the synth stuff, like the Stranger Things is definitely capitalized on, but all that 80s current. nostalgia. Yeah, everyone's on the Carpenter wave with the synth and all that Even stuff. Even Aquaman but, had a yeah. synth score. I mean, I love it. it. Did. Yeah, I it will did. never get sick of synth. If if your movie has synth in it, I'm I'm more interested in watching it. it really I like rather than even Aquaman's getting out of the synth. I'd rather have synth than like an orchestra of strings or whatever. Most really, time. yeah. Oh, synth all the way, it man. Depends on the movie, but I, yeah. I definitely like synth a lot. But like man. synth wouldn't fit in like Friday the Thirteenth, the original. That would just be weird. I, I can't I, I can't really tell you what the uh, it wouldn't fit in a lot of movies now, anyways. No, because okay. I mean synth. Well, whenever whenever you hear synth or I hear synth, I yeah, think eighties eighties. You immediately then. are stuck in a genre. Yeah, like, you're like, no, this is definitely taking place like Stranger movies. Things. Yeah, yeah, but it's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah no, it is awesome. No, but it's definitely like you listen. You know, to it's the, a copy of a copy at this yeah. point. But I'm totally cool with that. You know what I mean? You listen like, to yeah. synth wave on any like Spotify playlist or anything. You're immediately taken back to sure. uh, an easier time. You know, like you you knew the Reagan when, era. Yeah, yeah, that's and it. that's what it is. It's nostalgia. Like yeah. you just want to know like where it was gonna yeah. go and how it was gonna be. But but in, in Romero's influence, obviously, he created an entire genre yeah. of zombies. Mm-hmm. You know, you have like you know the Walking Dead when it was hot. It was mm-hmm. like the biggest thing in pop culture. It was completely influenced by Romero. You know, yeah. what I mean, there's like slew of movie zombie movies that are just Romero set the rules. Evil. Yeah, I mean Romero yeah. set the rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's I mean those two, those are the guys. If I have to like, you know, I don't. I want to stay on this because I want to hear what like Eugene and Dan think more well, about it. But like, well, okay, go on. But I was just gonna no, mention no, like going. David Lynch. You know, like uh, to me, David Lynch is a horror director. He's not. 
in a, in really? a tradition. Yeah, one hundred percent horror. Yeah, that doesn't. 100%. I don't really. I don't. I don't. I don't think of David Lynch as a. I think David Lynch is on a is is on a pedestal all on his own. Like he has his. There's a reason that things are called Lynchian for a reason. Sure. Because he's 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 in a class all by himself. It's not drama. It's not horror. It's not comedy. It's not. It's fucking weird. It's what it is. But I, I well, that begs he's the question, not. How do we define horror? Ooh, I love that question. Oh, like, I love that you know, question. When you... Silence of the Lambs won Best Picture. Everybody's like, well, it's mm-hmm. a horror movie. It's a thriller. No, it was a horror just movie. A way yeah. to make well, yeah right, to so make horror sound. A thriller, really, just a horror movie, or what makes it a thriller, a thriller, and a horror, a horror? I, was, I don't have an answer to that question. I think a thriller is more like suspense. You know, you get you get you know they, they it elicits that feeling that feeling of 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 dread, but it's not no horror. horror. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Those are elements. Those are all sub elements of horror. I would say they're sub elements of horror, but it's not horror. We're we're horror. It's, it's we're, under the umbrella. A thriller. Though. A thriller. Basically, it gives you it gives you the sense of dread and everything, but no payoff you don't see anything you don't see the, the the after effect like you may see somebody stalking somebody but you don't see what happens afterwards I, where I as like in violence, horror, are you saying somebody stalking somebody yeah no no not at all you don't see the murder it's like, no 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 sure I, I don't think you need to sure. see the violence to gore for it to be horror i like totally Same. disagree on that really one. yeah i don't think you need that to make it a horror movie what do you think daniel i think it's super interesting because this is a, such a hard discussion. I've had it with people that don't like horror because I've yeah. always been trying Why to be like... Why would you talk to them? Yeah, that, that's Because you're trying to get <laughs> them into it. Because yeah. then you start arguing like, well, what is Psycho? Is Psycho a horror movie yes. or is it a thriller? Mm-hmm. And then I movie. came to the conclusion after just years of having this debate that horror is that upper genre. Yeah. And then there's all these subcategories mm-hmm. within that because it's the only way to make sense to like the common yeah. person. Whereas like you and I would be like, no, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. This is how it is. But we, because we've grown up and like we've just been engulfed in this horror genre and like it, it's exactly what you guys were saying to me of it's that elitist idea of no it's not silence of the lambs is a thriller <laughs> suspense film yeah. because they have to because they I need mean, to add those well that's what eugene is doing with david lynch saying that oh i know but he's too good for horror i'm not saying it's too good for horror i'm just saying he's that he's on a level of his own you know so he totally can't hang different. with lynch it's, all right what's what's david lynch's most horror film i was just about to ask you that same yeah. question Eraserhead. That really, Eraser. I don't, I don't yeah, see that I, horror I, film. Man. I don't see that. The do okay, so it's a domestic horror film. All right, so Henry Spencer lives in in a like a post apocalyptic landscape, right, with all these like uh, like industrial steam buildings and everything. He's got a little apartment. His girlfriend says, "I'm having a baby, but I'm not sure it is a baby." Right, and so she has the baby, and it's this little mutant freak creature that he's got in the house and it's wailing at all hours of the night. You know, the dude didn't want uh, a kid or whatever it might be. And suddenly now he's got a kid and it's like a, like a mutant in his house. You know what I mean? And the girlfriend's living there and he's just, uh, it's filled with dread. He lives in a violent world. He lives in a violent world. There's people (laughs) getting murdered outside of his apartment. He can see in the window, you know, and then he ends up killing his baby. Like, you know, with scissors. Sounds like wishful Hillman. Yeah. Okay. I mean, (laughs) And then, so, so I, I, and that movie freaked me the fuck out when I first watched yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I heard it was a cult classic. Yep. And so at the time, I thought cult classic meant campy, right? And then, so I watched Eraserhead all by myself at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> You're thinking like Pink Flamingo? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I thought. Oh, so I, at the time, that's what I thought like, like cult classic meant. Yeah. And so I watched it and it freaked me, like profoundly freaked me the fuck out. Where like I, I almost wanted to throw the, the DVD out. You know what I mean? There's wow, a sequence of bad. the lady in the radiator. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's. I mean, she's on my phone right now. Like here, I got all these fucking notifications. But hold on, 
How do I get rid of these? But Just the swipe left. Might help if you actually answer people's text messages. Wah, wah. What, 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 are you my fucking girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she, that's a horror... Lady in the Radiator is a horror icon to me. You know what I mean? And there's the, all that stuff. Everything that happens in the movie is filled with that dread. I think dread is part of horror. It doesn't have to... Okay. Dread doesn't have to be in every horror movie, but dread is an element of horror. You know what I mean? Just like as it is in real life. Dread, mm -hmm. you know, to me See, is, I agree is horror. I with you, but I don't know how I feel about Lynch being... Horror. Yeah. Okay, may I have an, another I example? That's one movie. Hard. I think it's hard to put him in a category. It is. Category. Another example. I feel like he transcends the genre, Oh, honestly. please. The genre is, is very, <laughs> it's all encompassing. Uh, but there's that scene in Mulholland Drive. Uh, the, the man behind Winkies is the name of the character. When they go to the dumpster mm -hmm. and uh, the man behind Winkies comes out, the homeless person. Mm -hmm. That scene scared the fuck out of me. That is a more effective scare than a lot of the shit that I've seen that people consider like, oh, that's one scene, a small scene in a whole movie. It's filled with dread. There's more scenes like that. I, I, I'm just yeah, saying as that's, that's I, trauma. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not. No, I'm not not taking it. I'm not trying to put it into a category of drama, but that's what that is. It's that buildup. It's that sus suspense. suspense. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. guess I don't look at Would that you even as say it's thrilling. Aha. No, he's totally a horror horror guy. Okay. He's totally making horror movies. Uh, you know. I don't know. Well, don't know. We haven't even defined what a horror movie is. I think it's too hard. I yeah. think it's that's way why too I'm hard. saying if I feel like Lynch, it's is all up his to the viewer genre within horror. But that's I, fair. I feel yeah. like that's better. We could do that. Yeah, it's like a it's like a nightmare uh, logic. Yeah. all of his movies, nightmare. You know, there's that. I would consider that and horror. Speaking of nightmares, yeah. Well, he's not. You know, I think more people. That would have been like, a great segue to number. Three. I'm still on Lynch. Total I'm segue. still on Lynch. We have so much time, and your list isn't the only list around. <laughs> the last episode was like two hours. You're right. It was an hour and we talked about one movie. Yeah. Yeah, but no one listened to that. Lost Highway. Oh, wow. Lost Highway. Oh, that's a horror movie. Lost Highway. Lost Highway is not a horror movie. The I'm dude sorry. chops up his girlfriend. I'm they show footage of him chopping I'm up sorry. his girlfriend. It's got David Hallway. Bowie in the soundtrack. Lost Highway is not. I'm sorry. It's a horror movie. It is not a horror movie. Why is it a horror movie? Because Robert Blake is, is everywhere. He's, he's terrifying. Just showing up with his white call, face. Call, call your house. <laughs> So Yeah, call your house. Hey, I'm in your house. Hey, I'm on the phone. Hey, turn around. I'm right there. The dude has like Beretta. A, the dude has an existential crisis. Did he kill someone in real life? Yeah, he kills. He his, did. He killed yeah. his wife or something. Yeah, yeah. That that the character has an existential break with reality because he killed his wife and now he's on death yeah. row and he literally becomes another person to try to guilt, deal with the guilt uh, of that. You know what I mean? So Lynchian. So Lynchian. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that got heated. Yeah. Really wow. wow. Didn't you know that very you're very. Yeah, I didn't know that that was. Yeah, that, that's, that's your trigger right Twin there. Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me is a horror movie. Oh, that movie's garbage. You're out of your fucking mind. mind. <laughs> it's one of the finest movies. Uh, one of the best. One of the best. Cheryl Lee gives a brilliant performance. She should have got a fucking Oscar for Laura Palmer. That I've role, only role seen role the Palmer first episode movie. of Twin Peaks. I, he's I'm not, talking about the movie. I'm I know, talking, he's talking about the movie, but yeah. No, I just don't watch TV. Maybe, maybe no. it's because I have a. Listen, movie. I've seen Fire Walk with Me. Actually, Fire Walk with Me was one, the f the very first movie I saw here when I moved to Buffalo. I saw it in the theaters. Where? And it was it was in the theater. I forgot. I don't know, oh, but man. I went with I went with my my roommate, my college roommate, and his girl friend. <laughs> Why is it cool? Was it weird? Because it's not his real. It wasn't his girlfriend. It was a friend who was a girl, yeah. but she was totally into Twin Peaks. So I watched that movie. I left that movie going, "What the fuck." And still, it was just, it was just, 
And she was into it, and she was like, "Oh, that was awesome!" Yeah, it it answered so many amazing. questions. I have her diary, and I read it, and blah 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 yeah. blah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" She sounds awesome. But, which okay, but still, it was just, it was just. I don't know how you. Could, it's not. It wasn't a fucking horror movie. There's though. a ton of supernatural forces at work. There's a fucking. Okay. There's there's a supernatural being that possesses the body of a father who uh-huh. goes on to rape his fucking daughter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that's not you. You uh-huh. don't consider that horror. It's very Lynchian. <laughs> My favorite is Lynchian is a fancy word for like for nightmare for like nightmare horror. Yeah, yeah. My favorite Sorry. was I walked out of that when they were leaving. I I stayed the whole time, but I was leaving, and people that were like uppity and all like, "Oh yes, David Lynch, he's so good." Yeah, yeah. Clearly, I heard one of them be like, "Man, it was good," but there were so many scenes that just dragged on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's his. Like that's his thing. That's his thing. Very Lynchian. Shit. He he had a he had the the latest season of Twin Peaks. This motherfucker had whole episodes that just dragged. So that just dragged. Yes. There were some episodes I was like, what the fuck? Sweeping that dude sweeping for like the last five minutes of the show. Yes, not great. And some sequences that just went episode eight too long. Episode eight is brilliant. As we can all agree on that have seen it. Listen, it wasn't a bad season. It was just, it just, it just, I don't know. It was very Lynchian. I, I think it, I think that's why I feel so weird about him now is because of that last season. It's yeah. like, uh, it's this weird taste in my mouth about any of his stuff now is just that last all- season of Twin Peaks was so rough. You know what it was? It was he. So he, was he, the second season of the original Twin Peaks, though. Yeah, yeah but then he, then he kind of like that, yeah, back away in the go, second season. He, go, he went to go make Wild at Heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, but still, oh, so an I mean, awesome movie. Yeah, well, it's not not my favorite of his. Not yeah. lynching enough for Peter. The not first season enough. Is yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> That's too much of a straight narrative. And the last two episodes of, of the original Twin Peaks are fantastic, very horror. But I feel yeah. like it's him trying to right the ship at that point. It's not mm-hmm. like, and it's him like. Because that middle chunk of that second season is so garbage. Yeah, because it's just straight. I agree Trash. with you. It's not. It doesn't have the horror elements that yeah. David Lynch is known for. Well, and the the latest season, that ending to me was horror. It, a different kind of horror. But like, uh, I don't want to spoiler it. But like, no matter what happens in any alternate reality of that Twin Peaks world, Laura Palmer's always destined to die. Dale mm-hmm. Cooper's always gonna fail to try to save her or to correct. The storyline. He's oh, they're always both destined to fuck. Laura Palmer's always gonna die, no matter what world that she's in. Her destiny is to fucking die and to end up at that house dead. And Cooper is just gonna f- a f- be a failed hero like forever. She's gonna keep and going him over say, and over again. And, like and the for him to realize what year is this? Like how? Like I, I got chills just like saying that. <laughs> like like the kind of dr- like horror that you would feel that you have like. Where, when am I? You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's a different kind of horror, but it's <laughs> horror. You know what I mean? Like a deep down, like fucking spiritual fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like that mental anguish of like, the, yeah, the, like, like you just, the prison you, just you put break, in your head where you yeah. just break. You know what yeah. I mean? That's a different kind of horror than, oh, he cut off his head, yeah. which is great. I mean, that's a beautiful <laughs> kind of horror too, but like, oh man, he blew <laughs> off his head, man. That's cool too, but there's a different kind. It's a different kind of horror. You know what I mean? Uppity. No, uppity, yeah. <laughs> snooty. It's, it's a it's fucking spectrum. Horror. It's a spectrum. It's snooty horror. It's bougie horror. It's a is that what it is? So it's bougie David, horror. David Lynch is on the spectrum. Is what you're saying? Wow. Mm. I'm not gonna go there, Marcus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on from Lynch. Moving on. How about uh, I got one. Toby Hooper. Ooh. Very nice. What did he direct? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
one and two poltergeist supposedly who you believe. supposedly that's right that's right yeah 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 i don't know where that's life force love life force salem's lot oh great salem's lot i always thought it was come on Hooper for the longest time for the longest time i thought it was tobe also I when somebody said it. Toby, I was like, that's yeah. not Toby, it's Tobe. Toby or not Toby. Tobe. <laughs> Tobe. Uh, but, I mean, he's one. I mean, can we agree that he's oh, yeah. 100% horror director? Oh, yeah. I put him in I mean, the, he wasn't given his, he wasn't given his just due yeah. uh, on a lot of stuff. He ended up, he, di- he died, what, like two years ago, right? It was pretty recent. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure how many years, but within the last five. 2017. Yeah. Two, yeah. Yes, okay, two so years ago. Yeah. August 26th, almost. Uh, oh, there you go. Wow, we're right on time here. We're on time. All right. Wow. Is there enough to talk about, know. though? The fun house and stuff? You know, I don't know. If you're talking, yeah. there'll be enough to talk about here. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you're very... I'm, we're trying to have an intelligent full, discussion about directors. And passion, and you know a lot. Oh, thank you, Marcus. You just have terrible taste most of the time. That's, oh. That's so, not true. Ba- wow, holy shit. So, based on, on your criteria, then, then... Toby Hooper is oh yeah he's on my list up there yeah, master of horror so yeah, to speak he's on my list for sure all right all right I mean he he would have been on there just for Texas Chainsaw you know what I mean but uh, ah, no not really because that would have been just one movie right I, uh, right but uh, his legacy would have lived on just for that movie. just for that one yeah yeah but to put him in the category he like I thought you know Life Force is fantastic awesome. you know Texas Chainsaw two is great yep. I mean, you guys have talked about it before so yep yep uh you know even even the Funhouse has like some mm-hmm. some interesting elements you know what I mean. Um, what was I gonna? I really liked what he did with the TV, like with Salem's Lot. Like I love Salem's what Lot. What he was able to do for the TV show, you know, like that's yeah. that's crazy. Like the fucking miniseries, that stuff. There's scenes that still give me nightmares. Yeah, still like, give me nightmares. Oh man, that's one of those one shows that um, I didn't know it was a show until mm-hmm. like recently. Mostly because I was so used to watching it on like the the VHS or yeah, yeah. or you know it would be shown on TV just all together. Yeah. So then finding all that stuff out just blew my mind. I just thought it was a really long movie when, <laughs> when you're watching it on like TBS or something like. It was that. where they showed it. I, I think it was either ABC. It was one. Of, it was one of the one of the one of the big three channels. It was two, four, or seven. I think it was ABC that they showed it. They ended up showing it. They showed a, a Captain America movie because they did a made for TV Captain America movie. And then I think it was a two night event that they did Salem's Lot. And they showed part one, and then the next night they showed part two. But it was it was one of those things where my dad, of course, you know, I've talked about it a million times. He's the one that got me into horror, and we watched it. And I swear to God, that fucking that 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 miniseries fucking it it, it traumatized me for years. And also, I mean, if you think about it now, it's one of the only like made for TV movies where they actually like killed kids yeah on screen you saw kid vampires and like those were like the freakiest scenes too like that one scene with the one kid scratching on the window let me in let me in let me in let me in that fucked me up mm-hmm. and also the scene where uh the, the the grave digger um goes in and 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 pulls the kid out opens the casket and then all of a sudden the kid comes up and fucking bites him in the neck like that was Oh, it was intense. Traumatizing, intense shit. Yeah. You know, and then Mr. Barlow oh, looks iconic, like Nosferatu I, I, with iconic, a yeah. blue tan. You know, that, that shit, that was... Are him and Drew yeah. related? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Uh, what about... I haven't seen it, but Return to Salem's Lot? Um, Garbage. Uh, yeah. yeah Didn't Larry Cohen or somebody have something to do with that one? I have to look that up. I'm not sure. But, um, but that, that was the... When I first watched that, that blew my... Like, idea of because when you're a kid you're like okay well this this monster can't get me because of this or mm-hmm. zombies you can run from vampires the day we're fine you know just mm-hmm. like don't let your feet hang over the bed but that movie seeing the kids get killed yeah ooh, yeah because you're like no i'm off target like they're never yeah. gonna come for me nope nope 
Nope. nope. Nobody's fucking You're safe. Fucked. Yeah, but then they did a horrible fucking remake years later uh, with uh, Rob Lowe was in there, right? Wait, yeah. there was a remake. Well, they were doing they did a, a remake of Salem's Lot. I think it had Rutger Hauer in it and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Huh. Well, they were doing a lot of those remakes, like uh, Langoliers when oh yeah 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 because ABC because I think it was because they started with the stand yep and then and they then just based went, on that just went from there but they never touched on it or um no or Cujo which I was oh, kind of I like why didn't they like a lot of these other movies like just go back they just were remaking all the ones that they had already done I think yeah. it was like licensing or something like yeah, that yeah it was crazy those were all ABC also yeah yeah oh man the stand that one messed me up. That one messed me up. I was Catholic and just wrecked my life. <laughs> I'm looking forward. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the the new one, the new adaptation yeah. on the CBS All Access. Which I gotta say, with these fucking streaming services, that's ridiculous. You're, you're gonna, I'm gonna tap out. Like, there's a point where, like, I don't care, how, like, how much exclusive material these Listen, streaming services I'm, I'm, have. I'm all about getting things legally, but yeah. if you gotta get an Amazon Fire Stick and yeah. watch it that way, no, do yeah, it for sure. I well, might do it just for the stand, but other than that, like, they're saying I'm the piracy's back up. Because of this, yeah, because yeah. it's getting it's, too uh, ridiculous. That's why we dropped cable. Yeah, why am I gonna pay, mm-hmm. you know, twelve bucks a month for five different? What services do you have? I pay for Netflix, um, and Shutter at the moment. So Amazon and I have Amazon? Used to have Amazon, but we let it we let it oh, okay. for a while. But uh, and then I use a friend's uh, Hulu, like we traded Shutter for Hulu kind of thing. But um. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to add any more to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've got Shutter and Prime. We use Jamie's mom's uh, Netflix, and then Jamie got a deal where it's like one dollar a month for a year for Hulu. So she signed yeah, up for that. That's pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. There's actually a service that like lumps it all in, and you get like a is, bunch. Is it cable? No. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is it fucking cable? <laughs> but it's like Spectrum. I think yeah. Shutter. Ha- you're uh, you got Shutter, Hulu, Crunchyroll. Like a bunch of them all together, and it's only uh, I think it's twelve or fifteen. Wow, oh, that's worth it. Yeah. That's worth but it right it's there. One of those, like it cuts out the the middleman. Yeah, and um, hmm. I, I think if if they had like packages like that, I feel like more people would be into it. But yeah, because yeah. it's it's kind of hard. Like Amazon's always changing it, and mm-hmm. like you're never able to keep up with certain mm-hmm. things. For sure, and Netflix is always raising their prices. Yeah, you know. Then yeah. we got Disney Plus coming out. Nah. Then it's CBS fucked. has their own thing. Warner Brothers is coming out with their own yeah. streaming app. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's all gonna crumble, man. You know. Eventually. It, it's well, yeah. The planet's dying, and, well, and we wouldn't have nobody okay. really has much okay. time. This is but a yeah, podcast. Let's yeah. Isn't serious. that fucking horrifying? It Let, is. Let's not get too well, lynchy. The umbrella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, that was that was mine. I mean, I got a couple of other directors, but I mean, uh, Dan, who you got? Uh, mine was uh, is Wes Craven. That like when we started talking was? about it, it, it is Wes Craven, <laughs> <laughs> mostly because um, kind of going off of the idea of um, the spinoffs from uh, Last Street? House on the Left. Oh. Because you can go from this. This guy was able to span three decades. Yeah, with Last House on the Left. In the seventies, then you get to Nightmare on Elm Street in the eighties, and Scream in the nineties. And he changed horror with, with Nightmare and Scream. I mean, that changed the yeah. game up. I will have movies. this argument until the day I die of how, or discussion rather, about how The Hills. Not, I hope I disagree with you. So um, you can do it. <laughs> the Last House on the Left is basically a. Uh, I spit on your grave is just a spinoff of the Last House on the Left because the idea is, what if instead of the father getting revenge, the girl that gets killed gets revenge? Whoa. And there's all these sub hmm. ways to kind of connect it all back to what he was able to do in the 70s and then even watch what he does in the 80s. Now you all of a sudden have this 
mythological beast that comes in and like terrorizes kids nightmares and then you just see all these different piggybacks off of that hmm. and then in the 90s it's again with the i know what you did last summer yeah i think scream, scream is the one that got the most fucking copycats yeah. like oh yeah but it's oh, consistent so, yeah. so i think that he's able to reinvent himself and he always always had his finger on the pulse of pop culture essentially yeah. at that time as much as i love scream and west craven a lot of that has to do with Kevin Williamson's script, though, for Scream. Whereas, yeah. whereas Nightmare and Last House were both, I believe, Wes Craven ideas. Now, based back on uh, criteria for horror and thriller and all that, would Last House on the left be considered a horror movie? Or would it be considered a revenge thriller? Mm. Revenge thriller is, is a, a part of horror. It's under is umbrella. It? I think so. I... <laughs> I don't know. God, I wish we were on video right now. Just see how flustered Peter's getting. This is awesome. I'm with you. What world am I living in? That a revenge thriller is is it its own genre. Horror. It's all horror. It's all horror. It's all horror. So then the Death Wish movies with Charles Bronson, those are those are horror movies too. Then right? Like an action. But it's also revenge. It's a revenge thriller also. Okay. Okay. So you, I mean, I would consider. I mean, Girl gets raped. Dad goes after everybody. Kills everybody. Family gets raped. Husband goes out, kills everybody that's that does it. So I mean, how's it? It's the same it's, thing. That could, you could call it an action movie. So wait, Last House on the Left is an action movie? Sure, whatever the fuck you wanted to call it. <laughs> whatever you want to call. I was it. on Team Peter, but not so much anymore. <laughs> I mean, there's elements of Death Wish that sound a lot like a horror movie, <sighs> but it's not. I think it's the the dialogue. I think. Like I Charles think, Bronson was totally man's game in that. He was the shit. Okay, go on, Dave. I, I feel dialogue. like I do. I think it's the right. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Because Light. I feel like that's what kind of keeps it grounded. Whereas Last House on the Left is grounded in some sort of reality. Yeah. And I feel like that's why it's considered horror. Whereas Death Wish, it becomes the cliche one-liners after each death. And I know that that's kind of what happens with like Friday the Thirteenth down the road. Like, mm -hmm. but. There is a level of care that has taken place within Last House on the Left versus Death Wish. Mm. And I feel it's kind of hard. There's blurs. There's a lot of blurriness to a, a lot of this stuff, especially with I Spit on Your Grave. Yeah. Because that one, it doesn't become a revenge until the last 20 minutes of, the, of that film. Yeah. And, it, and it's more gratuitous. It's, mm -hmm. And that and that's kind of you get a little death wish. You get all this different stuff. It's really hard with some of these genre specific movies to argue that point. I feel like we kind of you kind of have a better discussion under David Lynch, just because it is really blurred and like blends over on top of one another. But these movies are it's so hard sometimes to kind of pin pin it down to. Personally, I feel like pinning it down to a genre is kind of futile and stupid. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, but to <laughs> but people want boxes, man. But but okay, go listen. into a blockbuster. You're right. Where would you go? Well, blockbusters don't exist except what? for the one. But that's what I always think of is like if you were going to go into a blockbuster, I would where go to the would you do... section where the thrillers? With but the, the horror section of a section. But the horror <laughs> section of blockbuster was two rows deep. Oh, I know, man. That's where I lived. But like. <laughs> You tap them out, you know, but like thriller and suspense was somewhere, somewhere else. You know, it's, it's, you got to think of like the masses, you know, like what's fuck easier em. digestible. The fuck them. I don't care. Would, wouldn't fewer genres mean more, mean that's more That's why I think that like go, going back to like, that's what you would have to label horror is like the main genre. And then everything else kind of falls underneath that. Yeah. Didn't we all that, that was my argument. The umbrella. The umbrella. The umbrella. Yeah, that's what you. Okay. <laughs>
All right, so he's in agreement now. Yeah, I guess, yeah. All right, thank that you. That was very so Lynchian. Yeah. <laughs> Wes Craven. Scream, fantastic. I love Scream. I have for a long time. But when we did that terror screening, it was like, oh, like, it really, like, unlocked it. Because I never saw it on the big screen before, but oh. it really played up the comedic elements of that movie yeah. like very well to me. Yeah. You know, seeing it with the crowd and and you know in October and everything that yeah, was really. I, I'd seen Scream so many times, but seeing it on the big screen, there were certain shots I didn't realize how many times Ghostface was actually in the background. Yeah, it's like there was some I saw when I watched it on TV. Yeah, yeah. but some of them was oh shit, there he is. Yeah, yeah. I'm was, feeling pretty woozy <laughs> or whatever he says. Yeah. Was that the first time there were two killers in a movie, in like a horror movie? Uh, hmm. I have to think on that because that as a Off the kid, top of my head, yes. like two like slashers. You mean like yeah. like two <sighs> different people that were actually pretending to be one? Because that hmm. threw me off as a kid when I when I saw that because I was like, no, I know who the killer is. You know, because you're trying to figure it right. out. That's the mystery, right? right? And that like threw me for a loop. In the, in the original know, Friday the Thirteenth, I know it's Pamela Voorhees, of course, but. Do we know that from the beginning? I forgot. I haven't, I haven't seen. No. It. So who do no. we think it is? Do we think it's Jason? I forgot now. Just, just some random guy. Somebody. Okay. All yeah. Right. They never right. talk to who it is. We just okay. see somebody like, kill. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing out here? Yeah. That, that's another one that wrecked me yeah. as a kid. Like, <laughs> what? The mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> the Scooby Doo. Yeah. Scooby Doo. Oh my God! It's mom. <laughs> it's my mom. What about you, Marcus? Who do you got? Well. I was trying to think of someone outside the box, and originally I was going to say Sam Raimi because for some reason he didn't make Peter's List. Oh, wow. Because I knew you were going to talk about it. I know it. you did. But I was actually thinking I wanted to go with someone who was more of an up-and-comer. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher how to pronounce his last name, and he doesn't do strictly horror. He does a lot of thrillers, which I still feel falls under the umbrella. Uh, Jeremy Saulnier. Hmm. Oh, yes. Room. Blue Ruin. Mm-hmm. Blue, Blue Ruin. Ruin. Which is more of a thriller, but still to me is a horror um he did murder party which i only saw the one time I but i really liked green room i really liked um yeah, yeah green, really liked room. green room green room it was and great was man just today actually doing research for the pod Ooh. You know, i watched uh um, response oh shit what's it called uh shit hold the dark it's his latest film oh it's, it's on a netflix. netflix oh and i saw the, the synopsis of it and i'm just like i don't know if i want to watch that this didn't said didn't but i was like you know what for the pod i'm gonna do it and <laughs> It does not go where you expect it to go. Really? It's right, like a sentence synopsis, and it just it, it changed everything. But if you read the longer synopsis, you'd be like, oh, no, no, that's a little too much for me. Isn't it a little long? Yeah, it's like two hours and five minutes. I, Holy no, shit. I thought it was a little long, personally. But the thing I like about his filmmaking, especially for uh, Blue Ruin and even uh, uh, Green Room and the one I just watched, he takes his time with things. Sure. A lot of horror nowadays... It has to be so fucking quick, and it doesn't let you build the tension and suspense. Go on, Peter. You were about to say something. Well, it's going to get into a larger issue, but I I disagree with there's a lot of horror that wants to get right into the business. I think we need to tighten up horror again. I've seen way too many movies that are way too long. Uh, Fucking the new Suspiria remake, way too fucking long. I don't disagree. I liked Midsummer, right? Little too fucking long. Okay, Midsummer. I don't see how that was a horror movie. Till the till like really the one gory scene. That's the only everything. So else. now gore horror is just gore. That was the only thing. What are you? Made. What is your arguments here? You, wow. have, you guys have no arguments. I had Damn, no. Dude. I had no feeling of dread. <laughs> He's so passionate. They might as well have been a bunch of buddies on spring break in midsummer, man. There was nothing for me making horror besides the gore. And I'm not saying gore. That doesn't horror. make any sense. <laughs> because you turned off your ears. Educate me. Peter. 
educate. A, a horror movie can be a horror movie without gore. Yeah, but what makes what makes Midsummer a horror, in your opinion? Here we go. That's what I'm saying. That's a good question. I'm not saying it has to have gore because it had, it had no, no. Just he, just go with Midsummer. It, it had a sense of dread. None. You, See, well, that's where it becomes subjective. Okay, well, to me as me, a viewer, for me, I, dude, we sat next to each other. Yes, you came. He looks like believe this joke. The whole time you're building up to, uh, you know, you know, there's some kind of ritual in this. Uh, uh, these yeah, events, you know what I mean? About the character, so it really didn't build any dread for me. Well, I mean, I you give a shit about Florence Pugh. I don't even know what you just The said. girlfriend. The girlfriend. No, nah, man. The May Queen. Yeah. Well, then what about like funny games? Ooh. I don't want to talk about funny games. Why? Which one? Ooh, yeah, which one? I don't want to talk about it. The director's original or the director's remake? Well, which one? Do you want to talk about the foreign the remake one? Remake was bad. I didn't the... like the remake. You didn't like the remake? I didn't like the Same remake. Director. I only saw the remake. I don't want to talk about it. No? You didn't find it as like horror? Or I just didn't like trying to think how I want to wear this. I only saw it one time, but um, I'm the type of person, and you know, you can fault me for this if you want. I but will. For most movies <laughs> that I watch, I like them to be mostly grounded in reality, and that one went too far out of the box with like the rewind control and that kind of shit. I'm okay with like you know zombies and whatnot because you know that probably can't happen, but maybe it can. Whereas actually using a remote control to rewind the thing, I'm just like, oh no, I'm kind of checked out after that. That's where you checked That's out. One example I can think of. I only saw it once, like I said. So. Huh. Hmm. I, I bring that up just because like that movie to me I think kind of lays the groundwork for what will become like what you're talking about with that slower mm-hmm. pace that and it because it's foreign and yes it was remade it takes a lot longer for people to kind of get used to that idea right, right. and I feel like that's the one minus the rewind part that kind of sets up this I hate when people use the slow burn term because yeah, I, yeah. I hate that. No, I know what you mean. But it's that, it's that, it's anticip- that haunting of Hill House thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's <laughs> that anticipation, and I feel like, uh, I feel like that kind of that movie. If you go back, kind of sets up that groundwork that like mm. the the green room. Yeah, no, and green room was just so claustrophobic with them yeah. mostly being stuck yep. inside that yep. like little fucking green room the whole time, or just the venue itself. So green, that, green room is a horror movie. I would say so. Is it because the the arm gets cut or whatever happens in that movie? That part of it, yeah. So horror. I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. <laughs> you, see, you misheard me. I didn't say it has to have gore to be a horror. I just said that it that helps. was, in my opinion, Midsummer. All it had going for it for being a horror movie was the gore because I felt no dread. I didn't give a shit about the characters to feel dread. That's me. It's subjective. I know. The, so what was the other one that this... The, Blue Ruin. Blue, Blue Ruin. Ruin. Um, does Which, that also have like a, like a cluster... Because f- no, no, I've no. never seen it. That one... It's oh, almost like a Coen Brothers type thing. Yeah, almost. Give me a second. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, well, the <laughs> Talk amongst you yourselves. Is because like that, like <laughs> when you said the claustrophobic... For Green Room. For yeah, for Green Room. Like I kind of got that from like, um, like Funny Games. It's like all those... Even though they're like on like a, a lake house... And they should. It should be bigger. It feels very small and tight. Mm-hmm. That green room reminded me of of that of one location. And then when the world gets bigger, the problem just gets bigger. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's. Does he touch on that in Blue Ruin? Or I mean, kind of. I'll just read you what IMDb says the plot is for Blue Ruin. Uh, it's going to say it better than I ever could. A mysterious outsider's quiet life is turned upside down when he returns to his childhood home to carry out an act of vengeance, proving himself 
an amateur assassin, he winds up in a brutal fight to protect his estranged family. Oh, so it's, Ooh. it's much oh. more expansive than I retired, but now I have to come out, man. Well, no, Death was, Wish, History yeah. of Violence. Plus, no, I'm just the, history the guy who played That's Buzz, the Callister in Home Alone, is in Green Room as an adult. So that's a point for me because I love Christmas and Christmas movies. Yes, you do. You just gave yourself a point. For me, yeah. one point. Yeah. Someone's got it. One point to Marcus. <laughs> one point to Marcus. That means I'm in the lead. Yep. No one else. Has You're in the yet. lead. But no, I, I just I liked uh, Green Room a lot. I, it was one of the few recent horror movies. I know it's probably like what 15 years old at this point, but I just was one of the first movies in a long time that I really, really, really enjoyed. A well, that of, makes me happy to hear. A lot of like newer stuff. It's either meh or I just kind of like don't like it at all. Whereas that one, I really, really. And it really didn't even have like a wide. Re- it did have a, a, a like a limited release. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing the standee in the in the in the theaters, and it was only in the theater for like maybe a week or two. It wasn't and it very was long. Gone. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> one of the one of the taglines like Tar- Tarantino actually made like a blurb about it about how, how oh, terrifying well. it was and yeah. how good it was. Oh, wow. Um, really. <laughs> Go on. You're such a big Tarantino fan. It's weird. I don't know. I would consider myself a big Tarantino fan. Oh, you, okay. I, I'm sorry. Didn't you just send me a picture of a Tarantino book that you just got? Yeah. I mean, I like to read for sure. Wow. But, wow. Uh, wow. But uh, you, know, you want to be on a list of it, like favorite directors or anything. Have you really noticed? Because to Eugene's point, that a lot of the good, like collective horror that we've kind of all agreed on, hasn't had that long of a release. Mm-hmm. Like Green Room gets two weeks locally, yeah. yeah. Or we've had I've had to drive to Rochester to see Raw, and it's it's one of those like wh- yeah. why is the good horror so hard to find when there is new? Sure, because because there's not that big of an audience the for masses. It. That's what it is. That fuck them. That's yeah. Because they don't want to see Raw. Yeah, they don't want to see Green Room. They want to see whatever bullshit Blumhouse is putting out. Yeah, <laughs> The Conjuring. Because, let's be honest. What the f- no man. Annabelle. Nine times out of ten, Blumhouse can go fuck itself. Then, okay, so you so Get Out didn't change the and game. It didn't change modern horror. It didn't have as a, much a, as a, I enjoy the social commentary behind Get Out. It was way too much a mixture of a bunch of things that came before it. Yeah, not, it's called a whole, not, homage. Not that homage. Original. Homage. Okay, well, it should have won best original screenplay. It should have won best adapted screenplay. Oh wow! It was Fucking the, the African American Stepford Wives. Man, Tarantino is all pastiche. That's all that dude <laughs> right. does. And when's the last time he won a best support, best original? Screenplay? He won. He won a fucking Oscar for uh, Pulp Fiction. Whatever the fuck it was, but he's definitely he's definitely an Academy Award winner. <laughs> so it's not like doing homage is like some kind of fucking sin. I love. Stranger Stranger Things, man. I'm cool with homages. But get out, not cool with those. Not I'm just cool saying with those it's was too much of a copy of, of what? Of what? Stepford Wives? Stepford Wives for one. Uh-huh. And it just, I just didn't, I thought, and I, we, are, we, we talked in private about the ending. I feel he should have gotten killed at the end. Of oh wow! Really? Yes, that would have but really Jordan. Oh. Listen, Jordan Peele. Jordan, Seriously? When, yes. May I speak? When the, no, when I was watching, talked more than anybody else here because I have wow. good shit to say. <laughs> because I have good shit to say. Your opinions are like that. The gory fory with PV. <laughs> PV and friends. When I watch Get Out in it's theaters, when I watch Get Out in theaters uh-huh. with an audience. Yes. We all saw the cop the cop lights coming up and we were and like, everybody went, oh, oh shit. Fuck. Yep. 
Because yeah. Jordan Peele knew that we saw those cop car, the cop lights, that uh, th- that the dude was going to get killed. We all thought that. He played. His buddy he felt like played, a rejected character from Eli Roth. He played with oh, wow. our, he played with our, uh, what's the word there? With our, with our expectations. expectations. He played with our expectations, oh, expectations. and twisted them. And, and it ended up being like, uh, like, oh, such a relief, a sigh of relief. Okay. We live in the world where cops shoot black people. Yeah, why do I have to see fucking white fucking, people seem to realize it. Why do I have to watch it? <laughs> in a movie like the director clearly knew that we thought that was going to happen yeah. and he purposely went the opposite I, way I'm not saying that this is a perfect idea but off the top of my head that was why I said it should have been a black cop who killed him because the black cop wouldn't have, would have just thought oh this guy is a but that menace. also and happens I, you're Okay, again, I'm not saying it's a perfect idea. I just thought that his buddy is was just a throwaway character for me. He made hmm. the movie suck. Like that was the worst part of the movie. Interesting. I've seen of his. I only watched it the one time, so I can't like. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to disagree and... with you like really yeah. hard on That's that fine. because yeah. again, I like the social it was, commentary, but it was too it was much needed. Like other shit I've seen. It was definitely needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank the, you. I don't think I don't think the movie would have been as well received or liked no. or any of that. It, it probably wouldn't have won any awards. If he would have died at the end, good. Because even a, that, I, all the, right, it would yeah. have been another Fruitvale station. Yeah, even like the extra ending where he goes to jail. Yeah, like, like the, the yeah, like the the direct like the other cut, and it was just it sits sour. It's not. It's like you said, you have to go against that expectation, and I know that some people are kind of miffed by that, but it's still kind of fantasy, right? Like. This is like a perfect world situation. Like the the guy lived. Yeah. Like I know like sometimes you don't want to end on a downer note when you leave a horror movie or like any movie. See, so I like downer notes in horror movies. Yeah, but this is escapism. You know, yep. like you're not gonna go around Texas looking for a guy with a chainsaw. Wh- I'm, just, I'm just not gonna go around Texas, man. Yeah, can't, can't blame you. But <laughs> I mean, Houston was good when I went there. But there are very few moments in movies where the audience has this collective like, oh fuck. Oh, dude! You know, I, this dude, this dude is gonna get I fucking stood killed up in my house. Sight, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't in the theater. If I had been fuck. in the theater, I definitely would have been vocal. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Everyone in the and audience. And I'm not that guy. I'm the guy that gets mad when people start talking yeah. at films. But I would have been like, <laughs> no, that's what we all did collectively. Yeah. The audience, yeah. the audience oh. went, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. What about Night of the Living Dead? One of what the darkest it? endings in horror. Right. And yeah. they even say we're still talking about how many fucking. But they even say. They even they even talk about it on that that uh, documentary that we watched together that, when we had pizza yes. in my apartment. Yeah, you know, but they were yeah. but they were talking about how collectively the black community went. Yep, there it mm-hmm. is again. Mm-hmm. That's just another one, another day, and we're like, oh man, at the end, like it's not just for us. Like that's a story that needs to reach a new audience and a different audience, and that's what Jordan Peele was trying to do with that. Hmm. Whereas at the end of ba- of Night of the Living Dead, we went, "Oh wow!" But like to them, it was just another. It was just another black guy with a with a gun, and they killed him. Yeah. And that's not the story that for us, like for me specifically, I go, "Man, that sucks." And, and but the- like to some people from like a different community, they're like, "Just another Tuesday." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like that's fucked up, man. And like, like we didn't dead. see that coming. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep, of course, the guy yeah. that's the hero gets killed at yeah. the end. Like, 
the the end of the original Line of the Living Dead, though, that ending was effective for that movie at that time. You know, there's yeah. some like contextual stuff that matters. Right. You know, the civil rights so era or whatever. Would it be effective for a time like today? I thought I live in the time that the I movie know. came out, and I saw the movie. You know what I mean? And I thought that ending was a person who lives in this time period. Thought I thought it was an effective time period hmm. because knowing that the like the, clearly Jordan Peele was like, oh, they're gonna they know what's they have that dread coming, mm-hmm. but. I'm going to give him some relief. And I thought that was uh, very effective. Yeah. Horror is Subversal a social expectations. Ooh, yes. Very good. Beautifully put, Eugene. One yes. point Thank for Eugene. You. Now, Subtract uh, all right. <laughs> I'm yeah, in the lead. Maybe if it was different, maybe if it wasn't that one guy, like his friend. I just didn't like his friend. So maybe that was part <laughs> of it. The funny guy. The funny guy, yeah. The comic relief. Yeah. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was looking to ease the tension of the movie. Yeah. Now, based back on directors now. Now, since we're talking about Get Out and we haven't touched on us, do you think that Jordan Peele would make that list? Or just because he has two movies right now? Too soon to say. Too soon. Okay. Just like it would be okay. too soon to say about the Ari Aster guy, because I fucking hated Hereditary, and I thought Midsummer was pretty good. So I feel like those two dudes right now, yeah. they're like, it, you know. They're, they're like neck and neck. They're, they're on like, the yeah, way. They're like leading we the don't charge. Know yeah. Like Romero and, and Carpenter? No, that's a full circle. No, 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 no. like contemporaries though, because no. Romero and Carpenter were kind of contemporaries for a little yes, bit. They, they sure were, you know. So you could kind of say <laughs> something similar to these two. I no, I wouldn't. I would. They're, they're, it's not. They're, there's there's never going to be another. Uh, you know, it'll never happen dude. because they were trendsetters. That's why for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there everything is, that happens now that comes out now is going to be. I mean, to actually to piggyback on what Marcus was saying. It's going to be a copycat. It's going to be a copy of everything, like anything that came before. Yeah, they can change, tweak little things here and there to make it seem original, but it's not. Right. No. There's no such thing as an original idea anymore. For sure. I mean, yeah. So I I think Jordan Peele has potential to be a really fantastic, like, uh, Mm -hmm. voice in her. I mean, he is already, but I'm talking, will he make a list? I need at least two, three more movies, you know? Uh, And I thought thought Us was very good, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And... um, you know, Ari Aster, Midsummer was pretty good too, but you know, I don't know. Uh, that yeah. guy I have less faith in than I do with Jordan Peele. Now, what, what I mean? about uh, Alexander Aha? Uh, no. High Not tension, get the fuck out of my face with high tension. We're, we're back on the same scene, Peter. <laughs> get out of my, That's the fucking Fight Club of Horror. And I don't want to. What like does Fight that Club. mean? It's a movie that is completely contingent on a stupid as fuck twist that crumbles the entire movie that happened beforehand. Really? If your whole like movie like hinges on a twist, if your whole no. movie hinges on a twist and that twist fucking bombs or doesn't land, it, like what's the point of watching the movie right. that, that ha- Correct happened Correct me beforehand? if I'm wrong because I was on Team Peter, but now I'm debating if I'm still on Team Peter or not. I only watched High Tech. Pick a side. No. Um, <laughs> doesn't she follow her... the? Doesn't she follow the other vehicle to get to the like final mm-hmm. showdown, basically? So how can two vehicles be the same in the one place if she drove her friend in the back? Because it's just shit. It's, it's a, a shit. Mind. The story. Right, so I'm on your side there, yeah. but the Fight Club twist didn't... Yeah, he was fucking beating himself up right. in the bathroom. Right, it was dumb. Okay, but it wasn't like contingent on him driving two cars at once, which is completely... It's a impossible. fucking... It's like a... F- a uh, frat bro like uh, like a dorm room poster <laughs> not, movie. Not, not, it's a dorm room poster movie. It's Scarface, I know. Wow. So, oh, Fight Club, I'm right. edgy. Let's fucking burn it down, man. So <laughs> all 2020 freshman dorm rooms are going to have this yeah, poster. Yeah, they have the fucking That's Fight it. Club. Dude, yeah, Fight Club, man. <laughs> Okay. So you're not an M Night Shyamalan fan at all? Then it's probably yes. Brett Kavanaugh's favorite movie. I wow! Bet. Wow! Wow! <laughs> so we're not gonna go watch Signs later? 
You know, I mean, that science has that, that really cool little scene the with the alien there. The oh, Lady in the water. Said if, if the, the happening. If the twist lands. <laughs> the visit. The twist Devil. lands. Lady in the water. What? That was. I thought we were just naming <laughs> Shyamalan movies. Shyamalan. The Last Airbender. Oh, Shyamalan. Shyamalan. What Ding else dong. did uh, uh, Alexander Aja do? He did Crawl most recently. He did right? Crawl. He did oh, Hills of Ice. I saw at the old Market Arcade like it, when I was in high school. Name drop. Name drop. And, and that movie... Did it come out when it was General Cinemas or was it something else? I, I think it might have still been a dips. And I have the ticket stub. I have to look. I yeah. forgot what year that was. Maybe 2003 or four or whatever. Uh, and I saw it like because I went to Hutch Tech. So we just walked down the street to go see the movies at the Market Arcade. And that movie disturbed me. I The Hills Have Eyes? Yeah, the remake. The remake. I... Th- that time in horror, the early the remakes and stuff of the early two thousands was, I think, like just an awful time in horror. If you ask me, I mean, the glut of just brutal, mean spirited remakes, like horror, was very like uninteresting at the time. And you know, mm-hmm. I just I thought Hills Have Eyes was like it was, I haven't rewatched it since I first saw it. Two thousand six. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it was. Well, like I because th- that to me falls into that time period where. Because Wes Craven got me thinking about Nightmare on Elm Street and how, as a kid, I never knew he was a pedophile, <laughs> right? I just thought he killed kids. Freddy Krueger? Yeah, yeah, I thought Freddy Krueger just killed kids, and that was the whole thing. But then, was that and, even in the first movie, though? No, I, I, it wasn't, yeah. right? It's, when, it wasn't. When did that pop up? It's like the second one. Right, no, the third. Wes Craven, it's the, Wes Craven had nothing to do with that. Though. Yeah, but it's the third one with... Uh, Dream Warriors? Yes, because it's Nancy Comes Back. Yeah. And they, they, they start talking about how, like, they buried him in the... Um, the junkyard yeah. and all that stuff. And like the, the dad's like, Oh, we, tr- we tried to forget it. So you guys wouldn't remember it. I'm not taking you there. <laughs> I like that voice. But, um, <laughs> but then when they do the, the remake, they just, and I feel like this I is, I never saw the remake. They just focus completely on, right on it. I like, he's a pedophile. He's a pedophile. Did you know Freddie was a pedophile? Like that's all they hit you with. And I yeah. feel like they do that with the Hills have eyes remake is it's just rape, rape. Yeah. Rape. I, that's why it was and fucking like, disturbing. Whoa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can't disturbing, keep up dude. with this stuff. And it, it's this extreme trash. Yeah. Saw trash. The first saw wasn't that bad. Oh, the first saw wasn't please. bad. The first saw wasn't bad. Opinion, I'm gonna... I actually enjoyed the first. Saw. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm not saying it was like a miracle of modern cinema or anything like that, but as escapism, I liked the first hostel. You didn't like the twist on that either, don't I? Was, I don't even remember, man. I don't even <laughs> fucking remember. He was in the room the whole time. He oh, was alive. Saw, saw. Yeah, yeah saw, saw was okay. I mean, but then you turn it into this like uh, yeah, yeah. this uh, this the, unending the fucking machine every fucking year. Yeah, and what's it funny sucks is the life out of the genre. It sucks the life out of the genre. Direct, but that's what happens, man. With studios nowadays, they find something that makes money and that brings people in, and they're just keep turning them out. And, and, and then if, until the well is dry, yeah, it, it milks the they fucking genre dry. The and then they're gonna yeah, like the new Chris Rock saw Halloween. But that's why I don't think we have as many directors as we did back then, like getting yeah. into like the genre and like yeah. sinking their teeth into yeah. it. Well, there are movies that would, if you came out now, it would just, it wouldn't make any sense. Can you make Big Trouble in Little China now? Like, what the fuck yeah, is that movie? They're going yeah, of to. Of course, yeah, yeah. With Rock. But yeah. I'm saying the movie that we got, you know what I mean? Like, you know, how would that even. That's because you were able to take chances back then. Now you're not able to take chances. Right. Well, a lot you of know. those chances bombed, obviously, but, yeah. you know. But they found their home on VHS. With us. Yeah. With us, like, yeah. The, these are the movies we For grew sure. up with, right? Yeah. And now we're we're all pissed off when they remake them. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Don't touch it. But it's, you know. No, I mean, I, 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 
I support remakes, I guess. I don't, I don't, not that I support them, but I'm like, I don't, I'm not angry about them. I watch them. There's some that I don't care for. Some I think are great, yeah. you know, Evil Dead, of course. I think you guys talk about it, mm-hmm. but you know, yep. sometimes they work, sometimes I they don't. I wish that one wasn't called Evil Dead. It could have been any other Cabin in the Woods movie and I would have liked it, but just. Oh, that's how I felt about Child's Play. That, yeah. Yeah. What that's how I felt about it? Child's Play. If you the if they didn't the if they didn't call Child's Play cabin it would be woods. too it would be too close it's a fucking doll coming what do you to mean life it's too people. close like I, like I said you know what I, 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 I did an episode it. of Black Mirror or it's going to be Chucky it's got to be one or the other you can't, it's not going to be in a completely original thing it can't, it, you can't I understand that I understand that but they, they, they you know what it was a completely completely new story they just threw in. It's a Chucky. Doll. It kind of looked like Chucky, and it was a kid. His 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 department store mom, who works at the department store, got him a doll. Everything else in the the remake was a totally brand new storyline. There was no. It was nothing like the original Child's Play. So well, if they would have just if they just would have tweaked it and called it something else, like I said, I liked the movie. I thought it was a fun movie. Sure. I thought it was cool. Was it awesome? But I would have loved it. Yes, it was. But I would have loved it. If it was a Black Mirror episode. If. Sure, a black yeah. or a Twilight Zone or something, yeah. but not Child's Play. Mm. So that's I agree because like that happened with uh, the new Ghostbusters. I know it's a little off topic, but I haven't. Seen I it. didn't know. Well, there's ghosts. The, it makes it horror. But the end of the movie, like you actually get the title card of what it's called, which was Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Mm-hmm. But they didn't market it like that. The name of the movie is Ghostbusters Answer the yep. Call. Is there a colon in there? Uh, I don't think so, but. Uh. Actually, a dash, a, dash a hyphen, but that's yeah. the name of the movie. Like that's what they put it under. But all the marketing was just called Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yep. So everybody immediately was just fuck this movie. It's gonna be shit. It's I all women. It's like why are they doing this? Why would you ruin it? And the same thing might have happened with Child's Play, where they have an extra title to it, but it's this. It's this weird gray area of it messes with you from marketing, right? Because yeah, it's all about the branding, man. It's all about branding. Like, I enjoyed Halloween t- 2018. Could have called it Halloween colon something else. You know what I mean? Uh, not just Halloween, you know? It's, Cash grab. I, I disagree. But <laughs> it's a direct sequel to the original Halloween. Yeah. So it's just so, it's, so the sequel, the to, sequel Halloween. to Halloween is called Halloween. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, cool. No, I get what you're saying. But uh, I mean, I like, I, I like the idea behind it, though. I mean, it's and no. you can do that with a lot direct, of originals. Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally cool. I'm just saying, like Dan saying, like to to make it more distinct, instead of just mm-hmm. calling it Halloween, maybe make it, you know, or just call Halloween. it Child's Play. <laughs> Halloween, yeah, H four yeah. yeah. or some shit. Child's Play, maybe like <laughs> try to make well, it its own thing. You and know then it's mean? even harder when you're IMDBing everything because yeah, you, yeah. you want the trivia, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then you're like, wait, which Halloween? Halloween seventy yeah, eight, yeah. Halloween two thousand nine, Halloween twenty nineteen. Which Halloween two? You know, like which one are you looking for? Yeah. The nicest thing I can say about the new Halloween is it was better than the Rob Zombies. Well, Micah and Drew aren't here, so they don't. I don't think they'd be offended by that, right? <laughs> I, you know what? I like the Rob Zombie Halloween, the first one. Get the out. second one I didn't Get like. Out. You didn't like. I that think we already movie. covered that you movie. Didn't mark the, you didn't like that movie, Marcus. I didn't say I didn't like it. <laughs> no, I, I like listen. I like the first one. I I, I hated the second one. Um, Rob Zombie makes shitty movies. Oh, well, sorry too. Yeah, I'll just. Beg to differ on that. Hey, I'm a Rob Zombie. Unapologetically, I'm a Rob Zombie fan. I don't care. You know what? Music and movies. I'm with you. I'm you know, you. some of the yeah. some of the the one movie, Crack the one movie that monster I energy drink. The one, yeah, sure, go right ahead. Been fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, sorry, the Rob 31. Zombie isn't lynching enough for you. Whoa, boom. Mm. 
I would both call the horror directors. The album you were searching for is Hellbilly Deluxe, okay? That's <laughs> what you were looking for. They're both horror directors. Hey, those, those first five tracks Sherry are Moon. Hey, Come what? on, Sherry Moon. <laughs> Every single I'll tell you, the only, the only movie, The only movie I didn't like, yeah. I, the only movie I didn't like was that uh, Witches of Salem yeah. movie. That movie just dragged on just horrible. The, and the ending Lords is like very... Lords of Salem? Lords of Salem? Yeah. The ending is very Starring lynched. Sherry Moon. That yeah. ending is very lynchy. What's her last name? Very lynch. Yeah. Zombie? Oh, yeah, okay. Moon <laughs> <Good laughs> zombie. <laughs> Hey, I, listen. There, I'm not saying there isn't any nepotism in the in these movies. He has to put his fucking wife as a star of every single one of these movies. He needs to give another actress a break, so then uh, get her out. But I, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, it's all horror. Obviously, he's a fan of old school horror movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, those gritty, grindhousey type movies. So I mean, I, I don't know. I dig it. Gritty grindhousey movie. <laughs> I really want huh? Texas Chainsaw. Watch Rob Zombie. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna pretend to do it. See, and that's why we're here. We yeah. have differing opinions on I'm stuff. Do a LARP of a Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> LARP. Wow. Wow. That's wow. live action role playing, Peter. You Thank look you. very confused. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. No problem. <laughs> it's no not a fish. Problem. No, that's not a fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a sea of nerddom. That's where that, that uh, mark yeah. is. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. got it. Just got like it. in the movie role models. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Nice. All right. So, we got anything else that we're going to argue about or talk about? I know we can go all night. Like, what's I mean, we got we got like? a little bit of time. I think this has been going on for a while, though. Yeah. We've been we've been right, Well, I wanted to mention David Cronenberg. Obviously, you. I had Cronenberg. I had Cronenberg on my list, and I'm talking about David Cronenberg now. I mentioned him. I brought him. You you mentioned everybody. We've yeah. All like you have mentioned. Your mention was fucking the green room, uh, blue so ruin guy. Someone who was up and comer, as opposed to all these. Older guys. That's the conversation. I just, I just want to point out to Dan that oh, yeah. I did have Cronenberg yep. on there. You got him on here. Just throwing him on there. I have a sub list of modern directors. Yep. I have a sub list. I just like getting around. But I wanted to mention David Cronenberg. He's a very important horror director. Body of course horror. he is. The Fly, masterpiece. The remake yep. of The Fly. Yep. Video drone. Yep. You got amazing. Show, uh, the scanners. Brood. Scanners. Yes. Come on. I love him in Nightbreed. I think he's good. Yes. Yeah. Doctor Decker. Decker. I love the, uh, the Blade. That mask is. My yeah. 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 Uh, a shout out to Jesse. The I've got to mention the Italian guys. Uh, I think Lucio Fulci. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a guy. Uh, zombie. He's Italian too. The director of Zombie, uh, The Beyond, House by the Cemetery, uh, fucking City of the Living Dead. Yeah. Uh, and on and on. And I, th- I mean, compared to Dario Argento, director of Suspiria. Stop it. Phenomenal. <laughs> I still think, found a way. Every time I know, he's on I know. Here, I, 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 I fucking told him, don't Fulci, fucking mention that fucking Fulci, movie. Fulci <sighs> is the workhorse of the Italian directors. I think I pref- I would say if I have to pick one, it would be Fulci over Argento. Ar- Ar- what about Claudio Fergasso? I, Claudio Fergasso, great trash director who's on my list. I love uh, some trash. <laughs> and uh, But he hates Rob Zombie movies. I hate, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hates them. Lucio Fulci does the See, gritty. Claudio Fergasso's trash is yeah, but, genuine trash. But he's nothing to Penny Rob Rigatoni. Zombie is yeah. trash through an expensive camera with a filter on. It. Is that an Italian stereotype? What? Is that an Italian? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can all agree that Dario Gento opera fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely agree with opera. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that brings it back to Wes Craven too, because Freddie's in that one, right? 
What's his name? The actor. Robert England? Robert yes. England. No, he no, was, he was in Phantom of the yeah, Opera. The remake. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. My bad. Uh, but yeah, so real, I just wanted to, uh, what else do I got on my list here? A couple, uh, like be, you know, a little lesser known American, uh, directors. You got your sure. Frank Hannon Lawler. Yeah. Director of Basket, Basket Case. Case. Brain Damage. Yep. Um, that was your perfect segue into Basket Case. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll get there. Oh. Uh, he's playing Michael right no, now. No, no Where he gets no thrown segue. perfect segues and just doesn't capitalize right. on them. That's the last thing I want to be compared to. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. No. But Peter, you're so man's game. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now I got I got a director here that actually I was I was gonna mention. I don't know what you guys' opinion is on him. Takashi Miike. I, I, I'm not familiar all enough. Your money oh, yeah. I'm not too familiar enough hostile. to have an opinion on him. Hostile, yeah. But he did Itchy the Killer and stuff like that, Itchy right? Itchy the Killer, Audition. Audition. Yeah, I'm not familiar yep. enough to like really make He a did the enough. Masters of Horror band episode yeah. imprint. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, oh, all right. Sorry. He's got over 100 movie credits. Yeah. <laughs> over. But, okay. Not really my guy. But um, Not your dude? I mean, I'm, I just I haven't seen enough of his movies to make an opinion about it, you know. So that's fair. All right, all but, right. You know, I also had like uh, like Bill Lustig on on my list. Okay, you know, the director of the original Maniac, Maniac yep. Cop. Uh, 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 blanking now. It happens. Well, should do Maniac Cop too. Also, I think he might have. Yeah, but uh, the quick Bruce Campbell cameo in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. He gets shot or killed real quick. Yeah, it was great. Marcus brought up Sam Raimi. He was. He, he mentioned his name and then like. And then didn't say anything him. about him. He was yeah. just like, "Yeah, that's a cool guy." Out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, what about this guy? See you guys. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I mean, if you throw Sam Raimi in there, I mean, you're throwing Sam Raimi for what? The the Evil Dead movies, and that's it. I mean, what else? Uh, so you got three. Drag me to hell. Yeah, that's four movies. But one, yeah, three movies are in one franchise, though. And you would put the And basically two of them are sequels to his original. So, I mean, and one would argue that the second is a remake of the original. Yeah. Yes. And it's because of the rights, right? He needed, he was trying to get the rights back to the... Yeah, so so they had to recap the first movie uh, in the beginning of part two. So if you like cut out the beginning part, it would be a like a fluid sequel, like a direct sequel to the original one, or something really? like that. Yeah. If if you cut out like the the weird like recap in the beginning, yeah. Because when I first saw that, I literally watched the first movie and then the second movie directly out, and I'm like, what the? I thought I put in the wrong VHS. <laughs> I was like, what, what the, the hell? hell? What is going on? <laughs> what the Who fuck? does this? <laughs> Damn you, blockbuster! Yeah. yeah honestly, when I first actually I saw Evil Dead two before I saw Evil Dead. Oh, and that confused the fuck out of me. Yeah, I prefer Ash and Evil Dead too. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like the, getting closer to the iconic version that we know. But yeah, and you guys, and you guys watch you because you talked about it, right? Uh, the Ash versus Evil Dead, right? Yeah, the TV yeah, series, yeah. great TV series. I like the way it ended. I just wish you go. Does the series count for Sam Raimi then? I mean, he's one of the producers on it. Yeah, but and he, he directed the first couple of seasons. Yeah, like, he directed I mean, the first Eugene couple of episodes. Is like putting that all under one franchise, though. It's okay. all, he's all like his horror cred is for mostly Evil Dead. Yeah, but I mean? Romero yeah. kind of right. What? Well, he kind of he stays in that wow, world. Damn, of dude. Evil Dead of not Evil Dead of, uh, Night of Evil the Night of the Dead. Dead. No, yeah, no. He no? was actually more versatile than you think. He made a vampire movie, Martin. He made Creep Show. Uh, one of the best anthology movies of all time. I feel like sometimes but he's he just known hears... just for the dead movies, though. No, he's not. Yes. No. If yes, he anybody, is. Yes. If you. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Creep. Creep. Ask show. anybody. Yeah, Creep. Show. Creep. Show. Creep show on, yeah, yeah. Is on par with the dead films at this point. 
for like I would say among horror fans, I would say the creep show is even among horror fans, I disagree with you. Horror fans know creep show. I'm not gonna argue that, mm-hmm. but they're not gonna say that they're not gonna be like Romero. Mm-hmm. No. When anybody whether it's Night uh, whether what yeah, whether it's whether it's a hardcore horror fan, fanatic like we are, or it's a typical PG thirteen lay general admission person, when you mention Romero, the first thing that's gonna pop in your head are the dead Who's movies. Who's Romero? If if we what? asked if we asked a random person walking George by George Romero. Do you know who George Romero is? They would not know. No, but if you said look at you and be like, Isn't that your uncle? I mean, that would be a wonderful compliment. I'm saying, I mean, but if you said who he was the director of the the dead movies, they'd be like, "What oh, the fuck yeah. are you talking about?" No, they wouldn't know. What are you talking about? That's what they would say. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Listen, I don't know. You're giving- Romero. Romero. Romero has transcended. Has 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 crossed the line in terms of yeah. In terms of there's people that are like in their in their niche in the one genre subgenre that only fans of that genre know. But Romero is one of those directors. Filmmakers that everybody knows. No, 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 no. no. I disagree. Right. I disagree. No. Are you, if you just asked a random person on the street, do you know who John Carpenter is? Do you know who George Romero is? They would have no idea. I would be willing to bet money. We should try that. We should try we that. We should try that tonight or some other point. Tonight, who are going to care? Yeah, a little bit you know. kind of creepy if we did it now. <laughs> but I'm saying we should try to do that. Just like ask a bunch of random people mm-hmm. and who do you know who John Carpenter is? Do you know they would not know. And I'm not saying, but, but we are a very specialized audience. Mm-hmm. And so if we are in a niche. I mean, unless you're talking about like general movie lovers, they might know. But I'm saying uh, like if I asked my, uh, I don't know, if I asked a random person, they wouldn't know. You know, what I mean? but yeah, but I that's make- the same thing as asking, you know, a random person who directed E.T. Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, you know that. You're and I know cinephile. that. Yeah. Don't you dare fucking call me a cinephile. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same thing. Nowadays, people don't know shit. So I agree. Yes, they'll see I a agree. movie, they'll be like, oh, that was a cool movie. Who directed it? I don't know. It was good. <laughs> Fight Club. You know, it's just, it's just, I had a poster on my wall. I had a poster on my wall. I beer pong. But, I look at the poster and I get inspired. But you know? I mean, my argument is, is that a lot more people will know who Romero is, who George Romero is, than other directors. If, if, Horror directors. if, if somebody knows who Romero is, and they'll know that, and they and they'll, they'll make the correlation that he's he's a director, the creator of the Dead movies. They'll either say Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead. If they know who Romero is, they're gonna know he did Creep Show. If you ask random person, I disagree. No, they're we not. Could argue this no, way. they're not. Absolutely not. You are way off base, dude. No, how, where are this you making that this point? This isn't even an opinion for you, man. This is like just fact. <laughs> There's no way that people are gonna think Creep Show in line with. Nothing. If someone when knows, I, if someone, I'm saying if if. If someone already knows who Romero is, my basis is saying if you asked a random person on the street, they would not know who Romero is okay, or Carpenter is. Right. But, but if they, they know who Romero, Romero is, they're, they're going to know it's Creep Show. They're not going to know it's Creep Show. You know what? Because there was they're for not years. Gonna say, they're not going to say Creep Show. Of course, the first movie they're going to mention, not no, no, no. that Dawn of the Dead, but they're going to know Creep you're Show. Saying, you're saying if somebody mentions Creep Show, the first thing they're going to think is Romero. That's no, wrong no, no, because no, myself. I'm saying if you mention Romero, they know who Romero is. They're going to know that he's. I always associated Creep Show with Stephen King. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I, can't. I thought you were about to stand up and fight. That was been I awesome. I can't. I can't. I, but it's true. It wasn't until years later that I realized that it was a Romero-directed movie. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, I always associated Creepshow with Stephen King. But you guys know now. <laughs> but you guys know. But you guys know. Of course, I... I yeah, we would, know now. Of course, I existed at a point where I didn't know. 
that Romero directed Creepshow, and I didn't know there was a movie called Creepshow. Yes, there was a time in my life and my existence Listen, where I didn't know that. If we talk to but ten if you people, ask a random person, who are, yes, a random. Let's you know, we'll take it as far. A random horror fan. Name a George Romero movie. They're gonna say Night or Dawn. Yes, yeah, I agree. they're not gonna say Creepshow. I I, I think and it depends random, on the on the conversation. Might not even know Creepshow exists. Get what. I yeah. don't know about that. And now they're turning on you, Mark. No, no, now they're turning on you. They're turning on you. You're losing them. You're losing them. Wide as the dead series, and I know people who are big time horror fans who still haven't seen Creep Show. Really? I'm engaged to one. No shit. Now wait a minute. Was she? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. To be fair, was she a horror fan before you guys met? Yeah. Like hardcore. Or was she just she like a superficial podcast? Okay, man. That's damn. Wanted to be here. All right, all right, all right, all right. Calm your mohawk. <laughs> just because I have hair. Hey, oh, hey, I'm very jealous. Come on. <laughs> like he could control that. I know. It's okay. Bald is beautiful. Bald is beautiful, my man. Okay, so back. So wait, that's settled. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree on this shit because yeah, we can go on agree. this all night. I am not going to going to forfeit my. <laughs> I'm saying if neither am I know, or the people that agree with me here. Ask these listeners if if a person knows who Romero is. Presumably, they're going to know that he did Creep Show. That's my argument. If somebody already knows who Romero is, they will presumably know that he directed Creep Show or that was at least involved in Creep Show somehow. Oh, you know he's going to get you some saltiness when he's up there talking. <laughs> oh, I, I hope. Next week. I can't wait. He's going to totally. I can't you. wait. You know what? As a matter of fact, there you go. During terrors, throw that consensus out there. Sure. I mean, do I, it. I, yeah, but that's in the lobby. But don't do lead. But don't lead. Yeah, yeah. Don't lead. So, Whoa, oh, do oh, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to ask, though? I, 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 so I don't it's know. fair. Just ask, hey, what uh, name three movies George Romero made? There we go. Name three Night movies. Dawn and Day. <laughs> and they, <laughs> but just, that's and what you're going to get. See when they get to Creepshow. See when they get to Creepshow. Name yep. two non-zombie George Romero movies. Oh, so. shit. No, but there's zombies in Creepshow. Oh my god! You're going to get you're, yeah, but it's not it's not a zombie movie though. Just ask no, no. The but question. I'm saying no. I'm saying your question. I it was right. just not any good. It was it. Just ask that sure. question. Name three George a., George Romero movies. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I don't think that's going to really improve anything. I mean, <laughs> okay. This guy. I mean, it's kind of going to prove our point. Yeah. I mean, there's just a couple kids out there. We could ask. There's going to be so much. They don't know shit. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> they know binary code. <laughs> Hey guys! Oh, don't do it. Don't do Stop that. it. All right. Stop well, it. I, I was going to ask a question real quick. I, sure. Aside from uh, what was that guy? Jeremy Saunier. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there Raimi any? Too. We didn't make your list. I think I think that was you did Raimi dirty by the way by just saying uh, like eh, Raimi, but <laughs> Jeremy Saunier though. Well, you know. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I, just, well, I thought we were. Strike for time. Yeah. Well, that's why we were talking. That was how we were talking when we were talking about Raimi. I, I, I mentioned. I mean, he's re- pretty much known for the Evil Dead movies. What does he have after that? Dragon. I said Dragon Hell also, but then that's it, though. Still four movies. I know, but three of them are in one franchise, so it's kind of. Well, we didn't make a rule that it couldn't be in the same franchise. You're right. You're right. We didn't agree on it. Are there any modern directors uh, that? Have a body of work. I mean, we already touched on Ari Aster uh, and uh, I mean, the, Jordan Peele. Jordan but Peele. is there anybody? Yeah, I mean, the jury's still out. He's still, he's only done like four features, but yeah. I feel like he's showing a lot of promise. I've at least enjoyed every one of yeah. his movies to varying levels. I just I wanted to think of someone who wasn't the old hat. Nothing wrong with Carpenter, Romero, etc. But 
you know, that's the, all the people are always going to throw into this conversation. I wanted to come up with someone, you know. And different. Lynch. You forgot to mention David Lynch. Oh, Jesus. Um, like, but uh, I was going to say the workhorse, the workhorse of this generation, Mike Flanagan, who you guys okay. mentioned in yeah. the Haunting of Hill House. Haunting of Hill House. Um, he's made some some pretty, pretty uh, Gerald's Game. What was that movie? Hush. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's doing a lot. He's doing Dr. Sleep. That could be good. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you do with that? Oculus? I haven't seen that one. But I know he churns them out. That was terrible. Yeah, he churns them out. But I mean, I don't know. There's never going to be the, like the greats again. I don't think that's going to happen. That'll I mean, never, that'll we, never we happen. Need to, I mean, we need hindsight as well. You know, I don't know if you entirely know you're living in an era until you're out of that era. But you're right. You know, you're right. But uh, oh. but no matter what horror, even though like now it's it's kind of known as like like we're going through like a horror renaissance right now. Still, horror will never, it'll always be an uphill battle with horror. Oh, no matter what. Battle. An uphill yeah. battle. Like, a- actual, really good, genuine horror is, it, it, it's never, it's never going to appeal to the masses. It's never going to appeal to the general, general audiences, unless it's a fucking PG 13 homogenized piece of shit. Uh, uh, I mean, it made a ton of money. Yeah, part that one. Was R. That was R. You, and what do you, and I'm, the masses went and saw that. And okay. it was a good, good That's, movie. So it was an awesome movie, right. and but it, super successful. And the new Halloween kinda, was super successful, and Get Out was super successful, in the box office. <laughs> so, but well, I, maybe I, I'm wrong. But I, I don't. Think I, to Eugene's point: it's the consistency of it. Yeah, you know, like. Those are like three years in a row. Yeah, well, I mean, you're not going to get something like Terrifier that's going to that's going to appeal to everybody. Sure, I mean, then again, it didn't get a wide release, and it wasn't a studio thing. Modern day Grindhouse, though. That's. But that I think that that's kind of I don't know. I'm not trying to speak for you, but I feel like that's kind of what you're getting at. Is like you know, it's not. It's never. You're going to have these one offs. Like we're having this. Like with this Renaissance, it's these one off moments. Like yeah, yeah, we've had one every year for three years, right? But what's going to happen? Go back. Uh, beyond that too I'm sure there's successful movies I mean you talk year. about it and you're talking about Halloween these are these are properties that have made money and have, and have been popular for decades. for decades now uh, I would so say I mean the original they have names that was just on TV though I mean you know yeah but I mean it was always regarded as like a classic because of Tim Curry as, as Pennywise because I mean let's I, let's I, be honest the fucking that miniseries sucked yeah it was no, so boring oh, yeah. Tim Curry it was it makes that whole movie for yeah. sure uh, so we can agree on that but I think you're I don't know if you are, but you might be giving too much credit to the general audience. I would say that a nice number of the people who saw it, the new one, the 2017 one, mm-hmm. had not, didn't even know there was a TV miniseries. I, I work in a movie theater. I like, I see, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm in it. And you, I think you're giving too, people too much credit about being aware that, you know. Being too much credit or not enough credit? Because I think you know, the reason we, it did as well as it did is because, because I mean, it's part of a pre-existing brand. Yes. And I disagree. And you got the fans from the original. Yeah. I, I mean, wanted to see yeah, what, we're what going was going on. And you got the new yeah. people. But movies aren't going to like be box office hits if just the horror fans see it. It has to be a mainstream thing. Yeah. So yeah, the right. people that saw it, just, sometimes they just want to go see a Friday uh, a horror movie on a Friday night. And a lot of them probably, I, I imagine, they had no idea that there was an original it and there was a TV series. I'd add in the Stephen King fans into that as well. Yeah. Yeah, that you too. Know? Yeah. I mean, yeah Stephen, so me. Stephen King's having a bit of a renaissance yeah. himself for the last yeah. few years. Yeah. He's been yeah. people just scooping house. up all his properties yeah. right now. Hot, hot commodity. Yeah, aren't they supposedly making a, a remake of the Langoliers too? Yes. They, I of? did hear about that. Yeah. Yikes. I, <laughs> I know. I know. So we'll see. What's your 
favorite Stephen King adaptation. Not one of the ones like The Shining or It. One of the ones that doesn't get as much praise as it probably should in your opinion. Hmm. Mine is The Mist. The Mist is a classic. And the reason the mi- I love The Mist so much is because of that downer ending. Mm-hmm. The downer ending made downer the movie. Downer ending made the movie. It made the movie. Because it worked for that movie. <laughs> but it wasn't social commentary. Random monsters aren't yeah. killing people. Yeah. Marcus's <laughs> criticism, get out. The black guy should have died at the end. That's your argument. <laughs> Man, that's your fucking argument. argument. Was that it was too much like other shit that came before. The cliff notes? Is that, yeah. That's what Peter's giving you? The cliff notes version? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? I agree with you uh, on The Mist. The Mist is, uh, the mist is one of those. black and white because originally Frank Darabont wanted to put it out in black and white. No shit. But the studio was like, no. Oh. And the shitty CGI looks a lot better in black and white. I mean, honestly. Well, Frank Darabont. Uh, that's another director, too, though. I mean. Aside from the mist, though, did he do anything else horror related? I mean, I mean, he created the, he created the Walking Dead first season. Um, Green Mile is an adaptation. Green Mile, Green Mile, and Shawshank, Shawshank are not horror. They're both horror. Stephen King yeah. properties. He was the showrunner on Walking Dead at first. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until he left. First two. Okay. First two. First season. First season. First season, and then he 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 made the first six episodes, and then he had creative differences with whatever. At least one season, but I. Yeah, he was there for one season. He's the one that brought. He cast everybody that was on the show. Smart. Yeah. Super good. There we go. I wouldn't put him in the pantheon. No. no. I wouldn't either. No. No, no. No. All right. Well, I think uh, everybody's quiet. Well, I'd just like to mention any more uh, season. Yeah, we well, yeah, that's what I was I was uh, actually going to get to. Oh, okay. okay. I'm sorry. You can, you can <laughs> to see what really everybody all, wants really to plug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really yeah. yeah. fucking now. tensions are running yeah. high in here. Peter's the host of the Gory Forey, so go ahead. Oh, Peter's the host of the Gory Forey. Oh, no. PV and friends. Peter, go on. Who, who plugs first? You? Well, I just like to share with everyone <laughs> the lineup for season seven of my monthly horror and cult classic film series, Thursday Night Terrors, located at the Dipson Amherst Theater, 3500 Main Street, across from UB South Campus. On August 22nd, we'll be screening the cult, gritty cult classic Basket Case. Yeah. Followed by Demons 2, the Woo. Lumberto Bava sequel uh, on September 19th. Uh, 7.30, 9.30. Most of these are 7.30, 9.30. And then the big show, the big show is Halloween, October 31st. We'll be yes. screening one of the best vampire movies ever made. One of the finest 80s horror movies ever made, I Absolutely. would say. The Lost Boys on Halloween. We're going to do a lot of stuff for that screening, so come uh, come out to that one. And then uh, after that one, we'll be screening the, uh, the, the lesser-known... Um, it's almost like uh, a cheaper Evil Dead or Lucio Fulci directs Evil Dead uh, movie called Demon Wind. Demon Wind, uh, November 21st. Uh, and then to the wrap the season up, we'll be screening the original 1974 Black Christmas, December 12th. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, you know, we formed a nice little horror community of terrors. Yeah. Uh, you know, I met, uh, you know, Two of you uh, through terrors, you know. So it's been a blessing in my life. You had four terrors. <sighs> Just saying. I remember when we met. You obviously don't. When did we meet? Uh, screening of Killer Rack at the screening room. When was that? Before I went to terrors. No. Oh, okay. Because I thought, who's this? Never mind. So I met <laughs> Eugene. Uh, yeah, thankfully. just met the one. 
Yeah. I just thought so. it was special. <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. Uh, but anyway, any terrorist is a beautiful thing. At least I think terrorist so. We have family. a lot. Yes, thank you. We have a lot of fun. It's a beautiful experience. Please join us. Yeah. Speaking of Killer Rack, uh, we got the, what's it called? The Buffalo Fantastic Film Buffalo Fest. Buffalo Dreams Fantastic. Buffalo Fest. Dreams Fantastic Film Fest coming up next week. It starts the night you know after. The dates on it? So the August 23rd. until uh, so maybe the following. Uh, the following. Friday, yeah. It's like a week long. Yeah. Over 100 movies Something and shorts like yeah. uh, going on. Greg Lamberson, um, you know, a local film director. Yeah. Uh, put the whole thing together. It's been how many years? Has it been going? I'm no clues. Sure. No clues. It used to be called Buffalo Several. Screams, and now it's Buffalo mm-hmm. Dreams Fantastic Film Festival because they they opened it up to more than just horror, and sci-fi, and everything else. Kids films and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Kid so, films, uh, really? Yeah, they do family they, they, they family. Do family oh no shit! Films. I didn't know that. But uh, he'll he'll be uh, premiering his movie, the, the one that he just directed, uh, Widow's, Widow's Point, Point. starring Craig, Craig Sheffer from Nightbreed, Breed. and uh, one of the Hellraiser sequels. Yeah, one of the bad ones. Uh, yeah, and uh, one, one Tree Hill, I believe he was on. <laughs> it turns out it might have a credit in the movie. So that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right. Marcus, Dan, you guys got anything to plug? Thank you, Dan. Uh, not really. If you're, you're taking commissions, Dan. Oh, no, I'm got? not taking commissions. What do you got? Uh, what's your social don't media, Don't tell me Dan? about your, uh, your social security. Yeah, what, what's your, what's, your what are really your social? Cool graphic novel that sign. you want me to draw. You know, yeah. I what don't. Come on, pl- well, we want to see. If your you want to follow any of my art, it's at uh, at Cherry Nightmare on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also probably find me on Facebook under D P Morris. So, nice, as in double penetration or Doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah Doc Park Morris. I mean, I, I, it'd be great. You know, next time maybe we'll be able to talk about you know your art. You know, the process of your art. You know, that would be cool. Yeah. So we'll have them on again. Yeah, yeah. we'll have uh, the newest uh, image for Basket Case, and maybe we'll be able to tease some other stuff that we're working on. Oh, yeah. You guys show up to the next screening for uh, Basket Case with Terrors. So. Well, I'll be there. I bought all my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking have a heart attack tonight. All right, so before uh, PV hey. and Marcus come to blows here. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, Along with being an asshole about movies, I also do some independent movies myself. I've been an extra in local movies that have come to town, but um, I'm part of an indie film company called White Lion Studios. You can find us at whitelionstudios.net and just look for us on all the social medias. What kind of movies? Uh, Uh, Well, Wolf House. We have Wolf House. It's a found footage horror movie that was distributed by Wild Eye Releasing. And then um, we also have Attack of the Killer Shrews. Attack of the Killer Shrews, Mm. which uh, very low budget. We made for $3,000. Wow. we flip a car in it. We blow up a mine shaft. You know, we do what we could. It's called production value, you know? <laughs> I, I, really I pick, bad puppets, and that's what they're meant to be. I picked up nice. one of your DVDs at Walmart, which I thought was pretty that cool. Wolf House, yeah. yeah. I went to the Walmart I used to work at and bought the DVD. With that's pretty, that's got to be an exciting life. feeling, man. You know, that's it. I don't need to make millions. That's it. That's all I need. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. And and your, your movie screen at the drive-in. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. We have a lot of, lot of accomplishments that have been big deals for me. And like even just being an extra in local stuff, uh, like offbeat I, cinema. When I saw my first working mm-hmm. on set. That was a big moment for me. Uh, that wasn't one of my movies, no, though. That was a don't. Uh, I'm working, you know. Is it a Micah thing? It sounds like something that Micah would probably well, know what it is. Yeah, it's like a modesty patch. They wear like fake pubic hair, but nowadays because pubic hair is not as in, it's just like a literally a flesh colored patch that made the girl look like a Barbie doll. So you're trying to be polite and not look, but you can't help. It. It's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> All right, cool. so fake All pussies. Right. 
Great. All right. What do you got to plug, Eugene? I don't have anything to plug. You said lift. That's it. No, you got to mention like uh, where you get your. Oh, your, your I'm mentioning everything. The, the yeah, 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 I got to close yeah, them in. Don't worry. I got to do. I got to do Drew right now. So follow at Gory Forey. At the Gory Forey. At Twitter on Facebook. All right. You can follow us at. You can find. We're all over Turner Trio, guys. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Filling that void with Mike and Drew. We'll be back on. Actually, they'll be back next week. We had a real after that. We did. We did have a real good discussion. Just tell them you can't like record next week and bring us again. Just don't no. tell them. <laughs> it's the Terra Trio. We got the Gory Fory. Maybe we'll work something out. There we go. Maybe once a month. I would die. Maybe something. You would. <laughs> I would die. Just seeing you two. I'm going to have to actually separate you two. It's just you two. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus and fucking PV going at it. But we're on uh, all the social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Snapchat. Territrio. Territrio. <laughs> shut up. Territrio cast. Territrio podcast. And hashtag Territrio. Also, we're on Patreon. So on Patreon, come on down. Support us. Patreon.com slash Beef Master Network. Yeah. Also, we're on YouTube. We're on YouTube under the Beef Master Network, Ooh. where you can find episodes of Terra Trio, also Geeks at Lift, Table and Talk. Table Smack. Yes. It's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. And you wait. So, I know we're wrapping up, but is there a quick way of summarizing where Beef Master Network comes from? Or is that Beef Master Network? It was at, well, once meat? upon a time on, when we did uh, Geeks at Lift, uh, we were talking about the movie Beastmaster okay. with uh, Mark Don Singer. Cascarelli, and for director. some reason, I flubbed. Instead of saying Beastmaster, I said Beefmaster. And somehow it just stuck, and our producer Pat gave me the nickname, and now it's the network. The name of the network. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. So. For the Terra Trio or the Gory Fory today, I'm Eugene, followed with... I'm Peter Vulo. And... I'm Marcus. And... Daniel Morris. All right, guys. Guess what? There's no Micah, so there's no tagline. <laughs> See ya. Beautiful.